With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, hello. Please, stay with me. Don't hang up. All right, I'm here. Let me know when you're ready to go. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? That does sound fine. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put on the coach's show. Let's see what it sounds like. It's going to be two two segments, a nine-minute segment and an eight-minute segment. Okay. Here's the first one. Let's see what it sounds like. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to high school football on a Friday night opening. Is that too loud? That sounded fine. Okay, whenever you're ready, you let me know. First segment is nine minutes and 48 seconds. We'll take a break, and then the second segment is seven minutes. Give me a countdown, please. You there, Michael? I am. Can you hear me okay? I can barely hear you. How's that now? Better? No, it's about the same. Okay, how about now? That's very low. Okay, I'm about to switch out my cable, but I just want to get the coach's show on. We have 15 minutes. We're still setting up in here. We've got a little bit of a late start. Test one, two, test, test, test. Testing one, two. That's testing, better. Testing one, two, test, test, test. Testing one, two, test. 
I got the mic all the way up. I shouldn't be on. How much, how much time before we go on? Uh, we can go on any time you're ready. Yeah, you let me know. That's what I'm saying. Just give me a countdown. All right. And I'll start playing the coach's show. All right. And stand by in five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to high school football on a Friday night, opening night of this 2017-2018 season. Coming to you from Phil Danaher Field, opening night of high school football. Coming to you on the Thames Ford Nissan Coaches Show. Thames Ford coming to you from Kingsville, up down Highway 77, 2501, South U.S. Highway 77. Give them a call at 888. 888- 903-4562. want to thank our general manager, Tom Grover, for helping us out. Go on by, visit them. Over three to 400 new cars and trucks in stock, F-150s. How about that Ford Edge, Mustang, Ford Escape? They have them all. And then right next door, they have a Nissan uh, dealership. Tom Grover and his staff right there to help you. Also has the service department. Stephanie, the uh, commercial sales, and Raquel Allen Girl. So, Coach, real quickly, want to say uh, thank you to Tom and the staff over at Stings. Ford Nissan at Kingsgrove, uh, kicking us off to a good start, and we are ready for opening night here at Phil Danaher Field, and uh, get ready for this uh, season to get kicked off. Welcome to the show. It's, it's good to be here. And once again, I want to thank uh, State Ford for the sponsorship and, and Tom and all that they do for everybody. It's good, Mike, to be uh, at a school that's open. I bless you, and, and then to be here tonight to be able to play is even a bigger blessing. We're at a disadvantage because of the minus the scrimmage and several workouts, but, you know, uh, we're fortunate that we're here, and that's the way we got to look at it. Oh, the one word you said, Coach, is we are blessed. There's so many people in this uh, South Texas region, up along the Gulf Coast, that uh, have uh, seen some traumatic uh, events, uh, one of the worst uh, storms in Texas history. Uh, one week ago today, we were preparing for Hurricane Harvey. We've seen the devastation on the media, you know, Rockport, Port Aransas, Ingleside, I mean, so many communities, Recurio, uh, all up and down the Gulf Coast, Victoria, Port Lavaca, Seadrift, I mean, just so many to mention. Uh, but, you know, one thing about Texas is we'll come back strong, we'll rebuild and get things going. But, uh, well, yeah, we definitely want to talk about that. It's been a, it's been a tough offseason, let's just say that, Coach. Last year, state championship, AT&T Stadium, uh, the Domingo Bearcats. And uh, one thing I do want to tell you is, when the game ended, uh, looking at the stat sheet, you don't win it on the stat sheet, but I, I walked away feeling like we had left one on the field, not only from us, but I had so many people texting me, Coach, what is going on? What's going on with these calls? And I, I hate to go back that far, Coach, but your team played a hell of a game. Excuse my language. But that's probably – and when we left the, the press box, the coaching staff from the leader said, of all the teams we've ever played, this by far was the best team the Alito Bearcats never played. They didn't give you much respect when you went into that stadium. But when you left, I promise you, the coaching staff, the radio people, all knew who Cal Allen was. And in all honesty, Coach, I still feel like we should have won that game. We could have won that game. We didn't. But your boys went out there and put on a heck of a performance and left it all on the field. And congratulations to you on your season last year. Uh, Just an amazing year. It's been amazing. I want to congratulate. I didn't have a chance to, obviously, our show ends uh, on that game. But 
uh, just a phenomenal season for you, the boys, the community, the school district, and gives you something to build upon this year. You're right, Mike. I felt like we uh, gave it away. I don't know that we gave it away. I think more of it was taken away. I uh, I usually don't blame anybody for a loss or anything, but there was several crucial calls in that game. When you give a team that caliber seven attempts inside the 10-yard line, Coach, and yeah. it's a state championship game. It's a physical game. Which was not even a passing offense. Well, no, again, yeah. when I came home and saw it, yeah. I was at And the official who was talking, made the judgment, said incomplete. He was in position, so he was complete. The guy on our sideline, he was going there, 15 yard penalty on us earlier, and they had a fourth down and 18. They gave him the first down to get him down there in the first place. He's the one that came running in and said, that's an offense. It wasn't even his call. And when the officials didn't meet, I could not believe it. Yeah. It was, it was uh, definitely heartbreaking. Again, when you when I was there live, it was, again, looking at the stat sheets, and I was able to get home and, and watch it on the replay and, and saw it several times, not just once. And I, I was just uh, baffled by the calls. But congratulations on a season. The offseason starts the day that game ended. And uh, the boys went to work. And the coach, I, again, I I just have to say it, it's been a tough offseason for us. It's been a tough summer. Uh, it starts in the weight room. It starts on the track. Right. And you lost a very close dear friend. Yep. Weight room is named after him. I know he came with you from New Hampshire. He was with you for many years. I had the pleasure of knowing Coach Fiber. Yeah. And uh, – Tough loss, not only for great man. Not only tough loss for the community, the school district, for his family, his friends. Uh, he's serving the good Lord above. He's a great man, and I had the pleasure of knowing him. Not only did uh, Coach Kyburn pass away, then you had a couple weeks uh, you know, a couple weeks later, your wife, yeah. who's been a part of the program. Coach Dan, uh, Coach, I'm sorry, Doctor Anita Danaher was in a terrible accident, and she's now recovering. She's never missed one of your games. You had a young man last week in your freshman squad who had the benefits for him. The young man had a tragic event in his life. The young man is no longer with us. And then we have Hurricane Harvey. Coach, I mean, it's been comes in threes, but I think you got they gave you three plus one. They always say, you know, these events happen. It's just been a heck of an offseason for you. And I know to bring the community together tonight means a lot. But yeah. there's been so much for this program to endure over this last summer. It has been. And tonight, starts a new year. And hopefully, you know, like, like we said, we were totally blessed. We were 30 miles away from the disaster, you know, and, uh, with that hurricane. And then, you know, everything that's going on, like you said, with the and my wife about to get hurt, you know, it's a good time. It's been a blessing, like you said. Blessing that your wife is okay, she's recovering. And you mentioned it, you know, Jim said, hey, it's a blessing for me to be able to join the Lord. So, yeah. as tough as it is for you and I to sit here, we have the memories. The weight room, I just walked you to get you. His name is on there. He's a forever part of this program. He was able to touch so many young men. Uh, Coach Clyburn uh, was actually the uh, offensive line coach for Sponsalis, who is now taking over. And I know he's got the respect that we're going on, but it goes back so many years. You know, Coach Fiber, and I can still hear his voice. I remember seeing him on the sidelines of playoff games. And it's always a joy. Just a great individual, great man. And you're a great friend. 
and uh, he's definitely in a better place than we are. But, Coach, tonight it starts with Mercedes. Mercedes Tigers have always stepped up. They've always wanted to take on Cal Island. They've gone through some turmoil over the year. A couple of years ago, they lost their quarterback. But naturally, they've always stepped up to the plate. They, they know that Cal Island is the measuring stick to get their season started. And here they are again tonight, Coach. Well, you can take on these Cal Island Wildcats to start off the season. Talk a little bit about Mercedes. Well, let's tell you what. We believe they had this advantage. You know, Mercedes is pretty, uh, pretty loaded this year. You know, I think they had seven coming back on, on last year's defense and seven on offense. They also got in two scrimmages, and they didn't miss any practices. So they've got a little edge on us. But, you know, I know it's here. Uh, they only got one scrimmage in, and, and they missed several workouts. So we will be ready. Let's get to some offense. Mercedes has always been that team that spread them out. They come at you. They've always played hard. I remember that. They'll go back to the day. It's, it's always, again, when I say interesting games against the Tigers, I remember a couple of years ago we had that, you know, that treacherous rain where we had to – we started the game almost at 9 o'clock at night in that one year where McClure had the punt return to start off the third quarter. We were trailing at halftime. This is a, a team that comes out and plays hard. They're competitive, and they always put up a good game. So, they're hard to play the first game of the year. Especially when you're young and the offense line because they stunt so much. They'll bring everybody. I mean, they're not going to play much technique. They're going to shoot gaps, and sometimes they shoot two people in the gap. And they stunt off the big stunts off the edge. They want to contain you into the middle and then try to get so many people in there, you can't get them all blocked. So, it, you know, we, we have to figure out what they're doing and, and how to build the formations they're doing and stuff like that. That's what we did last year. We found the weakness in the, on a certain formation. We just started attacking it. And that made a big difference in the game. There you go. Coach, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more. We'll take a quick little break. We're going to come back. We'll talk about the Cal Island changes that we've made, the new personnel. We lost Gage Lamb. We have a lot of returners coming back as well. We're going to come back. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the same Ford Coaches Show right here on KUNO. We'll be back with more Wildcats football after this. Clear. Okay, one minute, one minute. All right. The next segment's going to be seven minutes. Who do I got on the board tonight? It's Sam here. Sam? Yeah. Sam, did you work with us last year? What was that? I, I, I couldn't hear you. Did you work with us last year? No, I actually worked with you about seven years ago until I took over as producer for Lago, and now I'm in charge of the whole station. All my board ops were displaced by the storm. Man, congratulations. Well, thank you. So you're the, you're the gentleman I received the email from today. Yep, that was me. I said I might be here, and well, here I am. All right, stand by. I got five sec. Er, all right, in five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the Thames Ford High School Football Coaches Show. Right here with Coach Phil Danaher, Thames Ford Nissan in Kingsville, right there on Ute List Highway 77, Texas' oldest dealership. Give them a call at 888-903-4562. That's 888. 903-4562. I want to thank again Tom Grover 
and his staff over at uh, Fame Ford Kingsville. Also, a Nissan dealership right next door. They have a huge inventory, three to 400 new cars and trucks in stock. Go on by, visit them, F-150s, F-250s, Ford Edge Mustangs. They have it all. Tom Grover, the general manager over at Fame Ford in Kingsville. Proud sponsors of our coaches show right here at Bill Danaher Field. Coach, we talked a little bit about Mercedes. We talked about the uh, game last year at AT&T Stadium. Let's talk about this year's boys. We lost uh, our quarterback, Gage Lamb, who's moved on. Uh, Colton Duff stepped in last year a couple of games and uh, when Gage was hurt. A.J. Brown coming back in the backfield. Uh, Kenichi, Limati, and, and uh, across the line. So we got some good kids coming back. We got some talent. Broaden's coming back. We got our uh, Lively on the corner. Allen in the safety spot. So we got three, uh, what was it, three or four offensive linemen coming back that have some experience. So this is a team that has some experience and some high expectations after getting the taste last year of that state uh, championship game. Well, we lost uh, offensive line. We lost uh, Everett. And uh, he was the making an adjustment. And uh, they didn't have to the back. Quarterbacks lost uh, and a running back. So the two teams were winning the previous game. We got Jackson landing out there. We got Dula now the wide receiver. Those are two good wide receivers. Colton has the ability to run and has the ability to throw. And he stays in the pocket. He stays in the pocket. Now, this is going to be interesting tonight because Patrick here takes a chance to pocket the receiver and try to keep him. Stays in there. Just going to take off the position. That's the end of what he did. Play for him. He's been doing it. He's been doing it. He's been doing it. The big difference in this team is last year is we lost the most quality. So, the most
competition tonight, so uh, two-thirds of our crew back in house. We'd like to welcome Coach Davis. Coach Davis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Well, tonight we uh, kick off the season. The Mercedes Tigers are in the house tonight. Uh, an opponent that has been no stranger to the Carolina Wildcats. We've taken this team on for, for several years. A uh, measuring stick for their program as they always step up to the plate. Uh, looking forward to the challenge of tonight. Uh, they, they're here again tonight. They are the visiting team coming up on uh, Highway uh, 77, you know, up from uh, the Valley or maybe 281. I'd like to welcome the folks from the uh, Mercedes, the Valley, Rio Grande Valley tonight. Opening night of the season has been a very tough week uh, for, for the people in South Texas. I know that a lot of the uh, schools are still trying to rebuild. A lot of communities are rebuilding, Kirk Davis, but uh, no better way to bring the community together than a Friday night football game. Uh, yeah, over here in Kyle Island, we got pretty lucky with the storm. Uh, some people have been less fortunate, so we're glad that some of these people can come out, watch a football game, you know, um, kind of get a little break for a while. I'd like to remind everybody, tonight's broadcast can also be heard on our Internet uh, website. You can listen to the game streaming live at www.catsiradio.com. Uh, we'll be coming to you throughout the year, giving you uh, play-by-play action uh, for the Carolina Wildcats. Tonight we're on 1400 KUNO. Uh, we're hoping next week to be back on 1360, but we'll keep you posted. Keep an eye on the website, uh, and we'll let you know where we're at. I'd like to thank our producer tonight, Sam Ulisfell, for uh, being with us on the board tonight. Coming to you again from the Five Points area, Northwest Corpus Christi, on a beautiful Friday night. Mercedes, the visiting crowd across the field from us. The Carolina Wildcats are the home team. It is parents' night tonight here uh, for the opening game of the season. And uh, just a great night for football. Really looking forward to a great matchup to start the season. You heard Coach Danaher talk about it. They you know, were short one uh, scrimmage. Uh, they, they didn't have three practices. They, he feels like uh, he's a little concerned tonight facing this Mercedes team, but you know, once you uh, turn on the bright light, it's played between those white stripes out there, and uh, I look forward to a great matchup. It's uh, 86 degrees out here, northwest Corpus Christi. Wind blowing out of the uh, southeast at 8 miles an hour. Weather will not be a factor. Clear skies tonight, uh, no rain in the forecast. Uh, a completely different scenario than when we were last week at this time, Coach Davis. But, uh, again, we're getting ready for the opening week. The Prosperity Bank pregame show right here. On 1400 KUNO, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Carolina Wildcats football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Yeah. What happened? Oh, he's here. Um, what's his name again? Bradley. Got to say hello to Mr. Smith. I saw him on the way up here, man. He's been, he has been an icon. Who's that? Mr. Smith. You'll see him stand up here in a little Ten seconds. In five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the Prosperity Bank pregame show. Coming to you live from Phil Danaher Field, Northwest Corpus Christi on a Friday night. Fine time crew coming at you. Coach Mike Brotherson to our far left. Uh, Coach Davis sitting to my immediate left. And I'm Mike Guerrero. When you play-by-play action for these Carolina Wildcats, again, these Wildcats 
last year got a taste of uh, AT&T Stadium. Played a great matchup against the Alito Bearcats, uh, a game that, uh, you know, on the uh, stat sheet, looks like Kel Allen should have won that game for Davis, but games aren't won on the stat sheet, but those boys went up there. They were overmatched. Uh, Alito was a bigger, faster, stronger team. They were ranked the number one in the nation, and they claimed their sixth state title. But when they, at the end of the game, as I mentioned to Coach Danner, they definitely know who Cal Allen is. They respect us. They showed no respect going into that game, but I promise you they know who Cal Allen is after that matchup. Uh, absolutely. Last year at the state championship, it was supposed to be a big uh, mismatch. Cal Allen came out and kind of gave it to them in their face, something they're not used to up in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, the kids played great. Couldn't pull it out in the end, but I think it's a good building block going into this year. Good uh, returning players coming back to the Wildcats, especially at the skill positions. You know, last year, uh, Colton Duff was able to get his feet wet after uh, Gates Lamb uh, had the injury. Colton came in, stepped in, did a great job. Has a great pocket presence, uh, really stands in the pocket, looks for his receivers, but he has the ability to break loose and, and he can use his legs. Very athletic young man. And then, of course, we got Alex Brown, uh, just an outstanding running back coming back. He's a very seasoned running back, knows, how to, uh, knows the system and definitely knows how to, to execute in this offense. Some great receivers coming back, Jackson Lanham, uh, you know, and then also this year Dylan Fila, also a big wideout. So the Wildcats have some big guys up and then uh, on the wideout. We need to talk about that offensive line. Noah Galinda now anchors that uh, offensive line at center. Uh, Rioja, Stips, Waddell, Gentry all coming back. So, uh, you know, the, the, the front line should be able to open up them holes and hopefully they can protect that quarterback. I agree. Uh, throughout this game, we should be looking for a lot of big runs towards the middle and late quarters. Uh, in the beginning, Mercedes might get a little trouble. They run around, don't really show you their defense, but once we get in the groove, we should be able to bust off a solid run. There you go. As uh, we have the national anthem being played, both teams lined up. Actually, Wildcats lined up on the 35-yard line to our left-hand side. They are the home team tonight, wearing the maroon shirts, maroon pants, white numerals, white headgear with the traditional Cats logo across the helmet. Mercedes, the uh, visiting team, lined up on the 30-yard line to our right-hand side, wearing the white shirts, white pants. They got the uh, maroon, I'm sorry, not maroon, they got burnt orange uh, striking down their legs, and then uh, burnt orange with black numerals. I'm trying to see the helmet, Coach. Are those black helmets with the uh, orange logo on the side? I believe it is a Tiger logo on the left. Yeah, it's kind of a bright uh, metallic look, but you've kind of got a mix of Old school Cal Allen and new school Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes kind of showing off those new unis. Uh, the Mercedes Tigers, again, coming out of the Valley. An opponent that has never backed down from facing Cal Allen. They use this as a measuring stick to start their season off. And uh, just a great matchup tonight. You're listening to the uh, pregame show uh, brought to you by Prosperity Bank. Like Welcome to Prosperity Bank again to our show this year. As the national anthem is being played to the home team, we uh, just a minute away from the opening kickoff right here at Northwest Corpus Christi. We're going to take our last break right here on the Prosperity Bank pregame show on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Hey, Sam. Uh, last year and the year before, we've been doing the, uh, kind of a scoreboard, and I've been sending it back to the uh, guys on the board to kind of get them involved. Is that something I don't, someone else going to be helping us this year, or are you going to find something that I should be able to do something. Well, they usually they would log into their computer, uh huh, and uh, they would look to I don't know caller dot com or find a website, and then basically I just say we're going to check in with Sam uh, on our scoreboard, Rabelais Zani's scoreboard. Sam, pick it away, and then they'd call out twenty seconds worth of scores and then send it back. All right, I'll, I'll gather some stuff. I'll be able to do that. 
Okay, cool. We'll do that usually like midway through the first quarter, and we'll do it a couple, you know, at least one quarter, one time through each quarter. What's a good website, Coach, for scores besides caller.com, do you know? That's about the only one I know of. All right, we Fox got Sports Pass. Do they have a website, though? Uh, All right, in five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the uh, Prosperity Bank uh, pregame show, coming to you live from Northwest Corpus Christi on a beautiful Friday night. The sun's starting to set on the uh, visiting bleachers across the field from us. Burn orange and black across the field are the Mercedes Tigers. In front of us, maroon and white for the uh, Wildcat home team. We're about, uh, gosh, Coach, what is it, 45 steps above? It seems like every year uh, we have to make that hike up into the press box. But we are uh, in the press box. I'd like to say hello to Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, uh, longtime listener, has been a very good picking up his hat. Mr. Smith has his hat up in the air. Mr. Smith, thank you so much for being part of the broadcast. Longtime Wildcat, uh, not only fan, but supports not only the football team, uh, the baseball team, just a longtime fan. We want to thank Mr. Smith for being with us on a Friday night. And I uh, definitely had to stop on my way up to the press box and say hello to Mr. Smith. It wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be a Friday night for me if I didn't stop by and say hello to Mr. Smith. Wildcats just about ready to uh, have the coin toss. We'll wait for the captains to come out in the middle of the field. We'll try to get the captains from across the field for the uh, Mercedes Tigers. Uh, like uh, we'll get some. Okay. Well, there you go, Coach uh, Brotherton. All over his game. Uh, captains for tonight for the Tigers. Fifty-two is Valentin Lopez. Number six is Brian Smith. Number eleven, Eric Inahosa. Number three is Mark Ledesma. And number one is Roger Adame the third. We uh, wait for the Kalala Wildcats, Coach. Uh, Davis will give you the uh, captains for the uh, Wildcats as they make their way onto the field. All right. Carolina Wildcats captains tonight are Jackson Landon, number 82, number 53, Tennessee Leo And number 10, that is going to be your quarterback tonight, Colton Duff. He has already committed to uh, Army to extend his career. He was a beast last year, and he looks like a uh, He's put on about another 10, 15 pounds from, uh, throughout the offseason. The big kid at number 82, Jackson Lanham as well. Is just a, uh, uh, Jackson looks like he's standing about 6'3". How tall is Jackson? Jackson stands at about 6'3 to 6'4". Um, really, all three of these captains right here have been really involved in the offseason program and put on some good muscle weight, and they look really good, ready to go for the season. Referee, talking it over with uh, both, the, uh, both teams right at the middle of the field. We wait for the opening kickoff, week zero of the season. Already had some games that have been played around the area. We'll check in with our scoreboard later on. Uh, uh, as we get uh, through the game, we'll have some scores coming in from around the area. Wildcats are led by Coach Phil Danaher. Wildcats have won the toss. They have deferred to the second half, so now it'll be up to the uh, Tigers. See which way they want to uh, receive the ball. Wildcats looks like they're going to defend the south end zone to our right-hand side. We'll be kicking off to our, our left, which is through the uh, scoreboard side. That's where the uh, Mercedes Tigers will receive to start this game. We'll be back with more Wildcat football right here on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Left me with that name right off the bat, huh? 
I'm oh, still yeah. trying to find stuff on caller. I guess it's too early to. Yeah, it's kind of early, but a lot of times they'll show you the the playlist of who's playing, and it'll start giving you who's. It'll give you the scoreboard, but it'll say zero zero. Yeah, I'm still trying to find that section, but I guess it'll take a while to refresh. Yeah, I can't think of any other websites. We have an app that's called uh, Fox. What is it, Fox Sports? It's their, uh, Friday night. Friday night. Friday night football, and it's a Fox Sports app that has good you know, scores, but huh. you have to have it on your phone. I could check into it. Oh, I don't think you, you don't want to download an app. You don't have to. But Alice is. Toloso Midway canceled their game, so that's not going to be live. They did cancel? They did cancel. There you go. There you go. Let me turn this down. Can you still hear me okay? I hear you okay. 10 seconds. Okay. I just put the mic a little closer when I'm trying to make sure. I, my level should be good. I just want to make sure you can hear me all right. In three, two, one. All right. Welcome back as we get ready for the opening kickoff of the 2017-2018 football season, Class 5A. Matchup between the Kalala Wildcats and the Mercedes Tigers. As we get ready, it looks like the kicker will be the uh, returning kicker from last year. Number 22 is Grant Gonzalez. He's going to tee it up at the 40-yard line. Coach Davis, who do we have back for the uh, Mercedes Tigers? Looks like we've got 21, Sonny Vea, number 20, Matthew Garcia. Those are your kick returners. They stand at about the five-yard line to the uh, north end zone. That's to the uh, scoreboard side. Wildcats will defend the south end zone. Over by the 624 side. For those of you at home, thank you for being with us on a Friday night. At home, at work, wherever you're at, in your car, thanks for taking time out of your Friday night. Gonzalez on the approach. High end over end kick. This one's going to be taken at the five-yard line. Mercedes Tiger number 21 coming right up field. He's going to be met at the 19-yard line. I'm trying to see the number for that young man for the Wildcats. That was number three. That was number 22. That was... Grant Gonzalez, Grant. tackle there. What a wrap-up. <laughs> Didn't waste any time getting the action. So the Tigers will take over right at the 20-yard line, opening drive of this uh, season. you got to imagine Coach Campbell's got these guys ready to make a statement early in the season. First down and 10 for the uh, Tigers at the 20-yard line. Two wide out. Shotgun formation. Running back on each side of the uh, quarterback, number three, Mark Ledesma. And off to the running back, right up the middle. Nice gain of about six yards for the uh, running back. Looks like, uh, is that number 20? That was number 20, Matthew Garcia with the carry. We'll give him a five-yard gain on the play. Garcia on the run for the uh, Tigers. Shotgun formation, Ledesma calls for the snap. And off again to the running back, this time trying the left side of the line and another five-yard pickup for the running back. And he'll have it up for the first down to move the chain against this Wildcat defense. The Tigers on those first two plays did a great job at finding running room in between the tackle and the guard. Starting defense uh, for the uh, Wildcats on the front line, those guard is Jacob Cavazos. The defensive tackles, Kenneth Lametti and Justice Escobar. First down and 10, shotgun formation. Single wideout, split to each side, handout to number 38, trying to go around the left side, has some room, has the 40-yard line, and about a 10-yard gain on that play for the uh, running back, number 38, Alex Ramos. And it kind of looks like the Carolina defense is scaling out the Mercedes offense. Mercedes moving it pretty good so far. Ramos found some room on the left side and picks up 
About 11 yards on the play. It'll be first down and 10. We'll call it the 42-yard line. Linebackers for the Wildcats. Number 41, Matt Castro. 13, Brandon Broughton. Number 44, Brian Water. And number 35, Riggs Barrett. And off again. Coming over to the right side. Matthew Garcia is going to come out to the 40, just shy of the 47-yard line. Right at a five-yard gain. It'll be second down and five. So far, the two-back offense causing a little trouble for Cal Allen. Let's see if they can catch on to it. In the secondary for the Wildcats, rounding out the defense. Your corners tonight, the number 23, Richard Davis. Number 21, Philip Lively. Your safety, Sam Allen and Garrett Hyde. First pass attempt for the Tigers going downfield. Lively in position, and I believe Lively's going to have an interception. Did he rip it away from him? I think he did. Now, I think they're going to give that to the offense. Lively did a great job at turning and running with the wide receiver. Just couldn't come up with the ball in the end. Matthew Ledesma ripped the ball out of the hands of Philip Lively. Philip Lively played that beautifully. Just didn't hold on to the ball after the, uh, uh, you know, after the uh, when they kind of went to the ground and the receiver just ripped it out of his hand. Absolutely, can't ask for much more from a corner. Right, receiver just made a better play. First down and ten. Ball at the twenty-one yard line. Quarterback keeper Ledesma coming over to the right side. Has some room trying to find the corner. Has a 10. Has a 5. Inside the 3. And they got pushed out at the 1 yard line. Well, it almost looks like the referee may have missed a hold there on the outside receiver. Uh, corner was trying to work off him. It looks like he got extended from him, but no call on the play. Nice run by Ledesma over on the right side. Got pushed out of bounds right at the 1 yard line. First down and goal on this opening drive for the Tigers. Thought we had an interception, but a great play by the wide receiver, number 10, Matthew Ledesma, to rip it out of the hands of Lively. Handoff, 21, going around the left side, hit at the line of scrimmage, and boy, was he met at the one-yard line. Number 21 is Fabian Ledesma. What a great game tackle. Brandon Broughton came in at the end of that and kind of forced him back. Wildcats with their backs against the wall. Defense. Now looking at a second down and goal. The size of the Cal Allen defense should pay dividends right here. Sadie's offensive line is nothing to shake a stick at. They got some big boys. And off again, Ledesma, left side, trying to find a crease. It looks, believe he got into the end zone, and he does. One-yard run by the uh, Mercedes Tigers, and they will find the scoreboard with eight minutes and six seconds on a one-yard touchdown run by number 21, Sonny Bela. That was 21, correct? Yes, it was. A bit of a wild drive there. We almost had a turnover. Uh, the Tigers moved quick on it, kind of got into their speed game, and eventually were able to put it in there in the end zone towards the end. Point after coming up, and a penalty comes in. Point after is good, but we're going to wait to see what the call is. Almost looks like it was a rough in the kicker. Sure enough, it's going to be rough in the kicker on the cat. Sonny Vela with the one-yard run. Point after is good. Mercedes takes a 7-0 lead over Kelala. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. I finally got the scoreboard up from uh, caller.com. Good deal. Awesome. 80-yard run or 80-yard drive. Primarily on the ground, too, besides that in the one pass. Chunk of face. Man, he played that awesome, too. He really had it. I thought he, he, did. he did rip it out of his arm. 
I mean, I think when they rolled over, he just didn't really body got kind of turned around. Who's the kicker? Can you tell? Kicker, he's a big boy. That's like 38. Is that 38, coach? They're going to get the 15 yards and that roughing the kicker on the kickoff. So that thing's going to come all the way up to the 45, our own 45. Ten seconds. Yeah, they're kicking, kicking from our own 40. They're kicking from our 45. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, kicking off for the Mercedes Tigers will be number 38, Alex Ramos. He'll tee it up at the 45-yard line after uh, roughing the kicker. Wildcats will send two men back. I believe that's Hawkins and Lively. They're going to start off with a squib kick, and the Wildcats will recover at the 30-yard line. And Chris Navarro is smart there, just got down on the ball. No need to try to return a squib kick like that. 80-yard drive for the Mercedes Tigers, capped off by a one-yard touchdown run by Sonny Vela. The point after was good by... Number 84, Luis Munoz, and the Tigers take an early lead, 7-0 over the Carolina Wildcats. We're going to get a chance to see the new-look offense with Duff under center this year. Should see a little bit more in the passing game. He's still able to run, but has a little bit better arm than last year. First down and 10. Holton Duff lines up under center. Alec Brown running back, and... Uh, First play of the game, Wildcat offensive line having a little movement there, and that's going to back them up to five yards. Offensively for the Wildcats, your uh, offensive line, your center is Noah Galindo, your guard, Derek Rojas, Carson Tips, your tackles, Duke Waddell, and Sam Gentry. In the backfield, number 10, Colton Duff, and number 40, Alec Brown. The tight ends will be number 87, Reed Wilson, and number 13, uh, Broughton. Brandon Broughton, first down and 15, toss sweep. Alec Brown coming around the outside. Brown going to be met, and he's going to be brought down by number seven, coming up from the uh, quarterback spot. That's uh, Raul Arteaga playing the uh, corner on the uh, right side. Stays did a pretty good job right there, stretching that out to the sideline. Made Mr. Brown look for a little room outside, couldn't quite get there. I'll get the uh, defensive players for you. For the Tigers, number 24 is the safety. That's even Bell. Second down and 16. Trap play. Over the left side. Able to keep his footing, but he's going to be tripped up at the 27-yard line. That's symbol one for the Wildcats. Zach Hawkins. Gal Allen under the trap, seeing it's a little difficult to get to the outside, decided to come back with the trap. Got some good yards out of it. This drive started off with a false start by Cal Allen, so now we're at third and about 12. Third down, 12 yards to go. Under center is Duff. Dropping back, rolling, has a man open at the 35-yard line. It's going to be complete. They're going to be short of the first down by about four yards. going to bring up fourth down and four. Most of those passing yards right there are good for just switching the field position, just trying to get downfield a little bit on third down so we can get the fun out. 
Looks like the punt team will come out. Looks like Dell's going to be back for punt. Back deep for the uh, Tigers will be number 10. Matthew Ledesma. Rugby style kick coming up from Colton Duff. That's going to be a name we hear a lot tonight, Ledesma. Ledesma with the uh, it's a high snap. Duff is going to have to take off, and Duff will pick up a first down. That was a uh, not a designed big punt. That ball went almost over the head of Colton Duff. That does make a very athletic play to keep it uh, from going over his head. Almost had to climb the ladder and pull that one out of the air. And then he's able to take off around the left side. And he's going to get to midfield at the 50-yard line for a first down for the Wildcats. Absolutely. Duff showed off the hops and speed right there. An all-around athlete. Player down for the Mercedes Tigers as uh, the uh, young man will be checked on the field. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Cal Island Wildcat Football. On 1400 KUNO. Clear. Then let's start off with a 30, and we'll see what he does. He's still on the ground, so just keep okay. talking. Okay. Did he land wrong, Coach? Did you see anything? I didn't see him. Yeah. I do know they almost got a 15-yard penalty right here hitting the dust That was close. Let him come back after 30, you said? Yeah, well, it was, he's still on the ground, so how much time we got left on this one? Uh, it just ended if you want to come back now, or do you want me to? No, go another one. Okay. He's still on the ground. Ten seconds, unless you need something else. <clears throat> He's still on the ground, uh, Sam. Do you think we can get another one in? Yeah, I'll get another one. Yeah, let's get another one in. Once he walks off the field, I mean, they've got to take him all the way. Actually, they're walking him across the field now. How much time have I got left? Uh, 20 seconds. Okay, you're good. We're good. 14, I was trying to get the defensive players. I couldn't even tell. So I know seven is a uh, corner Our side corner. Looks like... 33 is on the far side. One is the linebacker. Six, uh, it looks like I had one, six, 11, and 14. All right, 10 seconds. What's that, 93 is the linebacker? Is that 93 on the front line? 11 on the front. There's a 40. In five, four, three, two, one. First down and 10 for the Wildcats right at the 50-yard line. Colton Duff able to pick up enough of the first down after the uh, punt. The uh, snap almost went over his head. wasn't a designed fake punt. It shows you the athleticism of uh, Colton Duff. Brown breaks the tackle. Has a 40, 35, up to the 30. Steps out of bounds. Nice run by number 40, Alec Brown. That was a great effort by Alec right there. Also downfield with the block, though, Jackson Lennon making his presence felt with the block. Trying to get the uh, defensive players for the uh, Tigers. They're jerseys. Jersey numbers are a little tough to read. On the front line is number 52, Valentin Lopez, number 44, Jose Berrial, and number 93 is Bob Gutierrez. We'll give you the linebackers here shortly. First down and 10, Colton Duff. Lined up under center. Duff on the quarterback keeper, bounces to the left. He's got the 25, dives forward, and he's going to be at about the 20-yard line. Went down the middle of the quarterback's knee, didn't find anything. Had the presence to bounce it outside and get a few yards. Colton looking very, very comfortable at the quarterback spot right now. 
on the uh, linebacker spot. Number 14 is Juan Bonejo. Number 11, Eric Hinojosa. Number 6, Brian Smith. And number 1 is Roger Adame. We'll give you the secondary here shortly. Second down and one for the Wildcats. Nine-yard gain for a dub. This time it'll be a handoff to number 30 for the Wildcats. That's Christian Vasquez. And Vasquez lunging forward. Picks up about uh, six yards on the play. It'll be first down and 10 at the uh, 13-yard line. Alec Brown getting the Cal Wildcats first down right there. Sorry, that was Alec. I'm sorry. Alec Brown on the carry. That was number 40. Four minutes, 16 seconds left to go in this opening quarter. Wildcats are trailing 8-0 for the Mercedes Tigers. Wildcats came out with a two-tight end set. Wildcats. Be tricky. You could see a neutral zone infraction right here. What did they call here? In motion for the Wildcats was number three, Joel Garza. Going to be against the Wildcats. False start backs him up to the, uh, we'll call it the 18-yard line. It'll be interesting to see as the game goes on if Coach Danaher gets in the officials' ear about Mercedes kind of trying to induce a false start. First down and 15. Colton Duff under center. Two tight end set for the Wildcats. Wildcats driving right to left. Toss sweep. Coming around the left side. Brown has a couple of blockers in front of him. Brown. Tiptoeing across the sideline here right in front of us is going to get inside the 10-yard line. We do have some yellow laundry on the field, though. We'll uh, wait for the uh, call from the officials. Normally in that uh, vicinity, you might see a holding against the Wildcats. Yeah, trying to reach out. Oh, face mask against uh, Mercedes. So a nice little break there for the Wildcats. That'll give them enough for the first down. That's the first time on this drive we've really seen the Wildcats do a good job of getting their guys out. And get the blocks for Mr. Brown to get out there and get outside. Three minutes, 40 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. Mercedes with an 80-yard drive as they are on the board 8-0. to zero, I'm sorry, 7-0 over the Wildcats. They had an 80-yard drive is what I meant to say. Goff comes over to the sideline. Takes a play call from our Coach Danaher. Wildcats knock it on the door. First down and goal. We'll call it the uh, three-yard line. Two tight ends at. Duff under center. Hand off to uh, number 40, Alec Brown. Brown on his feet, maybe a yard on the play. We'll call it second down and goal. Did a good job out there. It was like there was some room, but a Mercedes defensive player came in and closed it in at the last second. Three minutes. Here in this opening quarter, Friday night football right here on 1400 KUNO. Coach Davis joining us, joining our broadcast team. I'd like to welcome Coach Davis. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Coach Brotherton working hard to our left. Season veteran. Now a TV celebrity. Toss sweeps to the left. Brown lost the handle, and uh, Brown... He's got chunked out of bounds about five yards out. Surprised the penalty fly didn't come out. Yeah, Brown kind of saved us there by being able to recruit that football and just get to the sideline and get back what he could. You got to imagine Coach Downer is a little frustrated with this job inside the 10 right now. Third down and goal. Wildcats now at the nine. 
They had first down and goal at the three-yard line. So uh, that fumble there by uh, Brown, losing about seven yards on that play. Looks like the Cats are going to move to the spread right here. First time we've seen the four wideouts. Shotgun formation. Dobbs looking, looking to go up top, looking for a jump ball, and overthrows his receiver in the end zone. There's not enough room there for Jackson to bring that one down. That was a good job by Duff, though, putting it to where only his receiver could catch it. That'll bring in the uh, kicking team. Number 22 is Grant Gonzalez. Gonzalez, who uh, did a great job for the Wildcats last year, coming in about midseason. Holding will be number 14, Rivers Roy. And this is going to be about a 26-yard attempt for the left-footed kicker, Gonzalez. Good thing here, Rivers is a backup quarterback, so if we have a bad snap or anything, he should be able to handle it. Kick on the way, a high kick, and this one is going to go wide right. Look, he got under that one, Coach, and uh, just never had a chance to get to the upright. So the 26-yard field goal by Grant Gonzalez is no good. And the Wildcat defense will come on the field with two minutes and two seconds left to go in this opening quarter. Tough drive, Coach, to get down to the two-yard line. You've got to take advantage, and the Wildcat offense just wasn't able to punch it in. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, it's first drive of the year. Um, hopefully it gets a little bit better. But, you know, Phil Danaher takes a lot of pride in sticking it in once he gets into inside the 20s. Had a couple of uh, false starts on that drive. Had a couple of high snap, uh, that high snap on the punt. Hopefully the Wildcats can get things together. Hand off for the uh, running back, number 20, on the carry is Matthew Garcia for the uh, Tigers. Garcia will pick up about uh, seven yards on the play. It'll bring up second down and three. Mercedes is really sticking with the run game. It's working for him, so I don't see why they would go away from it. It almost seems like the Wildcats are just a little too pumped up right now. They need to calm down. Second down and three. Tigers driving left to right on your radio dial. Desma hands off to the running back. Again, nice hole there for the running back. Slices through the middle, and he's going to pick up, Coach, about 10 yards on that play. He's going to be out to the, uh, what is that, 30, call it the 37-yard line. Almost looks like the Tigers are just utilizing his own blocking scheme. They're just letting their running backs cut off the linemen. One minute, 12 seconds left to go here in this opening quarter. Mercedes Tigers with a 7-0 lead over the Wildcats. Second drive of the game for the Tigers. This time, it's going to be met in the backfield. That Justin, uh, that is Escobar on the tackle behind the line of scrimmage. Well, he'll have a decal for that one. Nice job there by the uh, Front line, getting some penetration, Justice Escobar. He did a good job of coming around the backside of that running back and making the tackle. That's really the first time the Cats have gotten to the running back before they've gotten the line of scrimmage. Second down, we'll call it a long 13. Shotgun formation. Single wide out to each side for the Tigers. Wildcats showing blitz and uh, had uh, one of the linemen in the neutral zone, so that's going to be an offside. Dump off to the running back, number 22, but a free play there for the uh, Tigers. Seems like they wasted it a little bit. Usually when you get a free play, you're taught to throw to the deepest guy. 
Wildcats defense just a little too antsy. Looks like they were bringing the linebacker blitz. Just didn't time it up quite right. Looks like number 35, Riggs Barrett, just uh, showing blitz. Was not able to get back in time, and it'll be a five-yard penalty. It'll be second down. We'll call it eight to go. You got to wonder if Cal Allen's just kind of trying to get their feet under them. They've had a crazy week of practices, no school. Uh, Mercedes has been full go all week. So this could be a sign of them just trying to get used to the flow of the game. Coach Campbell coming out on the field. I believe that's going to be the end of the quarter. We've played 12 minutes from Phil Danaher Field. Wildcats trailing the Tigers 7-0. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Oh, gosh. I have no idea. They have to have got to be like six, seven yards, if not more. Yeah. They, they, they usually have a 100-yard rushing already. They had probably 60 on that first drive rushing, and they just got speed everywhere. Both their running, their running backs are actually pretty big. They still got speed. Oh, yeah, Coach Nadia. Really? They don't have that much passing. I just got that one deep Yeah, number 10 is a big receiver. He probably just ripped that thing. 20 seconds. I, I, I saw Lively the whole Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He was on the ground. Yeah, he was on the ground when he ripped it out. Ledesma going after dunking it downfield. Looking. Five. Lively on the coverage. Two, one. First play of the uh, second quarter, Ledesma taking a shot downfield. Lively with perfect coverage on the play. That one will drop incomplete. Ledesma, like he chunked that one about uh, 40 yards, Coach, and uh, just out of the outstretched hands of his uh, wide receiver, number 10. The team got, the state team has great athletes. They're really testing Lively, the senior. Uh, really, in both plays, though, he's been right on his hip pocket to make a great play. Lively with number 21. Right in front of us. Shotgun formation. Third down and seven. Ledesma looking. Chunk it downfield, and the wide receiver was behind that Lively, but uh, Ledesma tried to roll over to his right and just couldn't put, uh, put it in the hands of his receiver. Bring up a fourth down, and uh, we'll call it seven to go. Punt formation for the uh, Mercedes Tigers. Dropping back will be number one, Zach Hawkins, for the Wildcats. Another great job at the defense hanging in there with the dozen speed. He's a shifty quarterback, but they got out and stayed with him, made him make the uncomfortable throw. Hawkins. We'll see a bigger turn here from Hawkins. Standing at his 20-yard line. Up on the way. Nice kick by the punter. Hawkins will take it at the 22. Coming over the right side. Has some running room. Has the 40. Breaks the tackle. 45. Has the 50. Cross midfield to about the 47-yard line. So Hawkins was about a 32-yard return for the Wildcats, giving him great field position at the 47, 48-yard line. 
Hawkins got up a little gimpy there. He's laying on the field right now. We hope he's okay. That was a heck of a return by him. Shifting some of the momentum towards Callahan's way. He's up now, and he looks like he's going to be okay. So 11 minutes and 34 seconds. Hawkins with a nice punt return. 30-yard return, officially uh, being told by Coach Brotherton on left. They're going to spot the ball at the 47-yard line. Wildcats trailing 7-0. Put wide at the top is Dylan Fila. Wide out to the near side. Jackson Lanham. Brown standing to the right side of Duff. Hand off to Brown. Brown going around the left side. Brown has a seam. Brown has 10 yards. Lunging forward, and he's going to have enough, seems to be, for the first down. 10-yard carry by the, the running back, number 40, Alec Brown. The offensive line did a great job at allowing Brown to get past the line of scrimmage without ever being touched. He's a dangerous back when that happens. 10-yard carry uh, for Brown, just over 10 yards. Enough to move the chain. We've got the long punt return so far, and then a nice 10-yard gain right off the bat. You wonder if we're going to start the switch towards the Cal Allen's way. First down tonight brought to you by Remax and Associates. Shotgun formation, first down and 10 for the Wildcats. Duff, shotgun, looking at handing it off, hands it off to Brown. Coming over to the right side, trying to find the corner, and he'll step out of bounds right at the 37-yard line. Not much room at all. Maybe no gain on the play. And you see the Mercedes speed pushing us off to the outside. Eventually, Brown had to settle for going out of bounds. 11.02. Left to play here in the half. So far, it's been a pretty interesting game. We've had some big plays. We've also had some fumbles, some penalties. Seems like a typical week one game. Second down, we'll call it 10. Shotgun formation for Duff. Looking, looking for his wide receiver. Has him. Big wide receiver, Lanham. Boy, he just went up and picked that one up out of the air. Now, Jackson currently commits to Texas State right now. He has a definite size advantage, as he'll probably have all year working against these smaller corners. Coach just took the easy slant route right there. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. Pass was a little back uh, behind uh, Jackson, but did a nice job of going up in the air and grabbing that one. First down and 10. And off to Brown. Brown over the right side. Brown weaving his way inside the 20 to about the 19-yard line. Give him a five-yard gain on the play. The patience for Alec Alec Brown is really impressive. He waits for those blockers to get out in front of him, doesn't rush it, ends up with a few yards every play. I can remind everybody, you can listen to tonight's broadcast on the World Wide Web. It's uh, you're outside the... uh, Listener area on our AM station, 1400. Tell your friends and family they can tune us in on 1400-KUNO along with Cats iRadio. That's www.catsiradio.com. Streaming live on the Internet. Bluetooth it in your car, whatever you'd like. Duff looking, looking for his wideout. Looked like the cornerback got there a little early. No call on the play, though. You've got to wonder right there if he was there a little bit early. It's inside the five yards. That's just- 
Out again. It looks like Jackson Lanham was the intended receiver. It's going to bring up a third down and five for the Wildcats. Only two down territory for the Wildcats with 9-17. Left to go here before the half. That last play, sometimes with those bigger receivers, fast interference doesn't look as bad as it might with a smaller frame receiver. Jackson's a big guy. These smaller corners don't really move him very much. Bela going to split wide up top. Lanham wide out to the near side. Empty backfield. Brown now motions from the Z-back spot. Dobb will keep it. Dobb loses the ball on the ground, and I believe the Tigers have it. And Coach, I was just going to comment. He was carrying that ball like a loaf of bread. When you get in traffic like that, you got to secure that ball against your uh, rib cage and really tuck it. Dobb with the mistake there, just uh, turning the ball over inside the F-15 yard line. The Tigers will take over at the 10-yard line. Yeah, big mistake right there, driving down the field. Uh, you need to get a little careless with the ball. Sometimes that's a tendency for some of the younger kids when they break loose. They like to hold that ball out there. Um, I think after talking to Denner a little bit, that'll be sick. You shouldn't see any more of that. He's really on his way to making a great play, too. It looks like the Cats are moving it well. Got to quit shooting themselves in the foot. Twice, the Wildcats have been inside the red zone and come away with no points. Uncharacteristic of a Wildcat team. See if the defense can rise up right here and get us a turnover. Side gun formation with Desma. Hands it off to his running back, going over the right side. Has some running room. Flag in the play. Coming from the referee spot, that should be a holding against the uh, Tigers. And it will be. It'll back him up half the, half the distance to the goal line. And they'll uh, be doing it again at first down and 15 from the five-yard line. Usually that's the case in one of those linemen who aren't quite a sweet foot at trying to reach to a linebacker. Grabbing a little bit too much jersey. Nine minutes. Seven seconds left to go here before the half. Wildcats are trailing 7-0 to the uh, Tigers. Really, this is the first time we've seen Mercedes backed up against their own end zone. They've had pretty good field position throughout the game. Desma actually standing in the end zone. First down and 15 for the Tigers. See Calhoun makes pressure here. Draw play. Nice. Running room. Going to get it out to the 10. This is, this is where you'd like to see your defense come up with a stop, Coach, and um, force them to punt from their uh, end zone. Absolutely. That's a good way to turn around the game is to give them to punt out that end zone. It's an uncomfortable feeling for a young punter. Let's see if we can keep them going. It's going to be second down and nine is what it looks like on the yard markers. Tigers. With uh, about 17 seconds left on the play clock, driving right to left. They lead this game 7-0, 80-yard opening drive. Tapped off by a one-yard touchdown run by Sonny Bela. They lead 7-0. Ledesma looking downfield, backside pressure. Now steps up in the pocket. He's going to get away, and he's got the 25. Has enough for the first down, and he's going to be knocked down at the 28-yard line. And again, the athletic ability by that quarterback, Mark Ledesma, couldn't find anything downfield. Coach but just uh, had the presence of mind to, Look for that seam, gets out there, picks up enough of the first down, out to the 29. You can tell they give him a lot of freedom. He doesn't see anything. He's real quick to take it and running. He's about a 4-4 guy, according to their coaches. So he's an athlete. Second down and 10. Ryan Reyes split to the near side. Looks like a little confusion in the Mercedes backfield. Matthew Ledesma split wide up top. A gun formation. And off to number 21. It looks like Kenesi will be there to make the tackle. That was number 21 on the carry, Sunny Beta. But uh, Liam Eddy not having any of that. 
doing a good job of stretching it out there, made sure he stayed up on his inside shoulder and made the tackle. That's something that we haven't been doing so far on those stretch plays. Gonna bring it up. Second down and 12 for the uh, Tigers. A Rambler's INE scoreboard coming up. We'll check in with our producer, Sam Yulenberg, here shortly to see what we have going around the area. Other games taking place around the, uh, the region. Well, I've just matched up one-on-one on the outside. You wonder if they go to him again right here. Pressure on Ledesma, rolling, stepping forward, and he's going to dump it off over to the far sideline. No gain on the play right at the line of scrimmage, and uh, bring up a third down to 12. You almost rather your quarterback just throw it out of bounds right there. You almost lost the yard, actually. This is a huge third down for Cal Allen. They have got to get some momentum going, see if we can get some points on the scoreboard. Play clock down to 18 seconds. Third down, we'll call it 12. Ball resting right at the uh, 29-yard line. I'm sorry, 27-yard line. Yard to gain is a 39. Ledesma dropping back, trying to set up a trying to set up a screen. It was read nicely by the defense. This one's going to be dumped off and uh, will be complete, but it's going to be about a two-yard loss. But it's all the defense that read that beautifully. It was going to be a screen pass to the uh, flat right in front of us. The defense read it, and Ledesma had no choice but to dump it off on the far flat. I can only imagine on the field, you were hearing screen, screen. Ledesma dropped back, expecting a lot of pressure up front. Toss it over for the, for the screen, but nothing was there. Hawkins will drop back. At his 30-yard line. Kind of got the wind coming across to their back. Mercedes should be able to get a good one out here if they get a hold of it. Hawkins, though, changed the field position around Ooh, that last one. That's a Wildcats catch it break. That one was shanked off the foot of the punter, number three, Mark Ledesma. And Coach, I don't know if it got back to the line of scrimmage. If it did, just barely. Wildcats are going to catch a huge break. We'll start this drive at the 31-yard line. We're going to take a quick break. We're listening to Carolina Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Just give us a 30-second here. We'll come back, and then uh, stay with me because I'm going to send it to you for the scoreboard. Okay. I'm surprised he won't spread again. I figured he'd be wing T right now all the way. I'm going to start talking, Sam, just because of the highlight video. All right. Shotgun formation, first play of the drive. Hand off to the uh, running back, number one, Hawkins, trying to get to the outside. Hawkins gets out of bounds at the 19. The ball pops free from his hands, but luckily goes out of bounds at the 18-yard line. Hawkins is looking real explosive. He looks like the most explosive kid on the catch right now. Had the punt return earlier, and now getting around the edge and making some yards. Wildcats with great field position after the uh, shank punt by uh, Ledesma. First play of the drive was uh, Hawkins taking it from the 31 to the 19, where it'll be first down and 10 for the Wildcats. Fila split wide up top, Lanham split to the near side. Shotgun formation, Duff with the hard count. Got to, has a free play. Going to try to hit his wide receiver. It'll be intercepted in the end zone, but this one will come back. That's why you call it the free play. 
one of the things that they teach you usually on defense is if you get it, if you're on the side of a free play and you have an easy pick, just knock it down because if you catch it and fumble it, and the other team recovers it. They get to pick up the ball right there. Nice job by Duff on the hard count. I'll tell you right now, after last year, that's one of the things Cal Allen's been practicing a lot is going off of two, going off of three. I think it gives them a great advantage whenever they're moving quick. Five minutes, 39 seconds. Wildcats trailing 7-0 to the uh, Tigers. We'll have to check in with our uh, producer, Sam Uhlenfeld, on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. We'll check in with him right after this play. Duff on the quarterback keeper, going over to the right side. Duff lunging forward. He's going to get inside the 10, and it looks to be enough for the first down at the nine-yard line. We're going to check in with our producer, Sam Uhlenfeld. Sam, on our Rabelais INE scoreboard, what do you have for us? Looks like the Revere Seahawks are up 20-6 to over the LaVia Cardinals. Alice Coyote's up 7-0 over the Alexander Bulldogs. Uh, Beville Trojans up 14-7 to over H.M. King Bramas. And Veterans Memorial Eagles up 22-0 to over the Martin Tigers, and they're still in the first quarter. All right, thank you, Sam. We just uh, had a timeout taken on the field by the Wildcats. We're going to keep it right here, though. It looks like it'll be a 30-second timeout. Uh, Coach, it's, uh, Wildcats has been... You know, they had a couple of nice drives twice into the red zone and just been able to come, have not been able to come up with points. The first drive all the way down to the two-yard line. They had the uh, fumble by Alec Brown, brought it back to the nine, uh, weren't able to capitalize. They were able to hold Mercedes and uh, had a nice drive going again all the way inside the 10-yard line where Colton Duff just kind of carelessly uh, handled the ball. I and mean, that's, that's about the easiest way that I can say it. Uh, he was almost carrying it like a loaf of bread. Ball came loose inside the 10, and Mercedes recovers at the 9. But right now it's just been a game of uh, mistakes for the Wildcats, just not able to capitalize. Uh, so far, they've been moving the ball really well. And in between the 20s, seems like once we get inside the 20s, we have some issues hanging on to it. Let's see what we got here. Colton Duff under center. And I hand it off to Alec Brown. Brown going to the left side. Nice open field tackle by number 24. That's going to be Ivan Bell for the uh, Tigers preventing the touchdown. Looked like uh, Brown was going to find the corner, but... Nice open field tackle there by the Tigers. It'll be first down and goal at the five-yard line. Hey, what if they get stickers over there at Mercedes, he's due for a big one because he just saved a touchdown. That's usually a touchdown with Brown in the open field. All inside the five at the four-yard line. Wildcats driving left to right. Mercedes defending the south end zone. That's over to the uh, 624 side of the uh, stadium. And uh, Hawkins, right side. Hawkins will be able to walk it in. Hawkins takes it in from four yards out. Six points on the board, the first touchdown of the year for this Wildcat offense. And I'm telling you, Hawkins looks like the fastest guy on the field every time he touches the ball. And that's not a surprise to the Cal Islands coaches who see him every damn practice. Four-yard touchdown run by Zach Hawkins. I think this is going to be a great year for Hawkins. It's a senior year. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being a first-team all-district or all-region type of guy. Point after coming up, Gonzalez waits for the snap, low snap, able to get it away in time. This one, no good, though, and it's going to be no good for Gonzalez, and the score will be Mercedes 7, Wildcats 6. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. He is outran everybody at the corner.
What are you doing that kick, Coach? He's got a case of the dips. Not at all, really. Just that couple dozen practice, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're going to go for two. I think it's just reps. He's got to find the. He hasn't had time to find the sweet spot on the ball. Ten seconds. All right. Good. We got on the board though. We left four points. Five. Yeah. Four, four, more than that. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome back to Wildcats. Uh, on a thirty-one yard touchdown drive, capped off by the uh, four-yard touchdown run. By number one, Zach Hawkins, the point after was no good. So the Tigers lead this game 7-6 to six with four minutes and 50 seconds left to go before the half. He's a big touchdown out there, but you got to feel like Cal Island thinks that they should be, you know, two touchdowns up in this game. We've, we've got two touchdowns on the board so far. Gonzalez will tee it up at the 40-yard line. Tigers, two men deep. Standing right at the 15-yard line. Zala's approaching. High end-over-end kick. This one will be taken at the 11-yard line. Coming across field. That's a 30. Has some running room. It'll be finally brought down at the 39-yard line. That's uh, going to be used at number 80. That 80 on the tackle? Oh. 80 is a Chase Polk for the Wildcats. Making a nice tackle. Looked like the uh, return man was going to get to the outside. And they'll start this drive at the 39-yard line with four minutes and 43 seconds remaining here before the half. Right now, it seems like Mercedes Speed is giving Cal Allen a lot of trouble in all facets of the game, primarily in the special teams and offensive categories. First down and 10 at the 39-yard line. Tigers leading 7-6. Shotgun formation. Single uh, wideout split to each side for the uh, Tigers. Desla rolling to his left, now looking back side. Trying to hit his wide receiver, has a man open, and he drops it at the 30-yard line. Huge break for the Wildcats. Number 10, Matthew Ledesma was able to get behind the corner. That was the number 23, Richard Davis. And uh, the receiver, Lindesma, that one hit him right in the hands, Coach Davis. We just caught a huge break there. It really did. You got to wonder if the corner guys were in the backfield. Uh, they kind of ran in this direction and then looked for the backside post, and it was there. Um, guys got a little lucky there with one off the fingertips. Lindesma put that one perfectly in the hands of his wideout. Led him perfectly. Would have been able to catch that. Would have been able to run it into the end zone. Lindesma hands it off to number 20, going over to the right side. Cutting up field is going to pick up a couple of yards as Matthew Garcia. They're going to bring him down at the, uh, looks like about the 47-yard line. About a, a three-yard game. We'll call it third down and seven. D-tackle, Justice Escobar did a great job at forcing that back inside. Four minutes, 12 seconds. Halftime show coming up. I'd like to thank some of our sponsors. How about Fila Chiropractic, Prosperity Bank, Remax, 
Division 16 construction. Ledesma chunking it downfield, looking. This one's going to be overthrown. Lively. And a flag on the uh, closest person to the ball, but uh, do have a flag on the field. I'd also like to thank Melvin's poor boys. Waiting for the call here. It looks like they may call it against Lively. And if they're going to call it on Lively, the only thing it could possibly be is a defensive hold. That ball is not catchable by any means. You see Phillip waving his arms. You wonder if they're thinking about calling it off. Also, like to thank MC Welding and Fabrications. I'm on our uh, coaches show, brought to you by Thames Ford in Kingsville. Full board tonight, brought to you by Rabelais Ironing. I think what they're calling there was an illegal man downfield on Mercedes Tigers. Maybe some linemen venturing a little bit too far downfield. How about Lively, though, working one-on-one tonight? He's done a great job sticking with that receiver. Even the one where they caught earlier, it seemed like he had the ball all the way through it. Mr. Campbell asked you for an explanation here. They called an illegal man downfield, but I think Campbell's asking, how come we didn't mark anything off? But time out on the field taken by Coach Campbell. Seven to six, Tigers over the Wildcats. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Carolina Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Give us 30 seconds, Sam, 30 seconds. Coach right. Campbell wants an explanation here. They uh, called a penalty. They didn't mark anything off. Yeah, there's – so you know what they may have done? They may have called it. They may have called it uh, uncatchable. Maybe they're looking to call a pass interference, and they called it uncatchable. Those signs are pretty similar. Now they're saying decline. All right, ten seconds. I'm thinking it was an intercept in a pass interference, but they called off because it was too high. That's the only thing I can think of. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back after the uh, timeout. Well, referee came over, gave the explanation to Coach Ed Danaher and Coach Campbell. Looks like everything is settled now. Zach Hawkins will drop back deep inside his 25, about the 21, 22-yard line. Adesma will punt for the uh, Tigers. This time, gets his slip right into it. Hawkins dropping back to the uh, 16. Now going upfield. Trying to get around the outside. Hawkins breaking tackles. Makes a nice little run. He's going to take it out to about the 33-yard line. Hawkins is playing like an absolute man tonight so far. He's a small guy of stature, but he's moving those legs and keeping his feet up. Really, he's been the fresh air for the Carolina Wildcats to besides him and not been able to get much going. Wildcats will start this drive on the 34-yard line. Plenty of time, three minutes and 43 seconds left to go here before the half. They trail seven to six to these Mercedes Tigers. Knowing Coach Zanner, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to make this the last drive of the half with a touchdown to cap it off. Colton Dump, shotgun formation. Pressure, going to dump it off. Nice play by Duff. Felt the pressure. You had Alec Brown just kind of. Dumped that one off, so a smart play by the quarterback, Colton Duff. And smart, he, he looked at his check down, it was there, but either way, just take a uh, incomplete pass over, over a turnover sack. Looks 87. Reed Wilson just checked into the game, tied in. First time I've seen him on the field, of course, he may have been in early, but 
That's a big kid. Yeah, Cal Allen's got a bunch of big ones on the outside. You won't see them outside by many people this year. Side gun formation, second down and 10. Hand off. Say number 40, Alec Brown, lunging forward to the 39-yard line. About a five-yard gain on the play. We'll call it third down and five. Good job by Brown to get us some yards and get us a suitable third down. They did lose the ball well with, with Brown and Hawkins being involved. At some point, you're going to have to get a Hawkins involved in this offensive game plan. Again, he just looks very explosive. So far tonight, he's really been the best player for the Cats. See if we can wake up some of our other playmakers. Go down at five. And off to Brown. Brown trying to go right up the middle and be a minimal gain on the play. Two yards, maybe. Now we're up a fourth down and three, Coach. And you got to wonder if someone missed a block right there. It looks like we're out of steam for a second, and somebody stepped in there and made a tackle. Two minutes, 37 seconds. So just a little over a minute has gone off the uh, clock here. And the Wildcats are going to take a timeout. They don't want to talk about it. Two minutes, 33 seconds left to go here before the half. Mercedes, seven, Al Allen, six. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. That was an interesting call on third. Was that third down? Just call it Oh, oh, we're on a Hawkins in a heartbeat right there. He's been, they haven't been able to touch him, no matter where he's going. He looks really good. I'm really impressed by what I've seen from him. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to let Duff just drop back and throw here soon. He's looked good just dropping back and throwing all week in practice. Hey, what if he hits Brown right there? We're still running. How much time, Sam? About 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to start talking. Just, okay. just uh, keep them rolling. I snap again. This time it's going to be a backside screen. This one's going to be a complaint. And a flag on the play. Number 24 on the coverage. Again, that was a high snap, Coach. And Colton Dub did a nice job to save that from going over his head. Able to find his wideout. The tight end, is that 87 we just talked about, Reed Wilson? I believe that was actually 82. Is that 82? Yeah, I think I think, I think that's our man, Jackson Lanham. Uh, the tackler went really low on him, almost clipped him at the ankle, and his ankle's bothering him. You hate to see that this early in the season. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Penalty. It's going to be against Carolina. Coach, what was it? I didn't see it. I'm going to see man downfield. I would assume man downfield with the way the play came, the high snap, and having to rebuttal it and everything. Now instead of fourth and two, you're looking at a fourth and eight. Clock stops with the penalty at two minutes and 25 seconds. You got to assume now that it's going to punt it away. Ooh, Duff. Would have been nice to see Duff kind of fall to the ground on that one. Nice punt, though, by Duff to get it down to the 21-yard line. Yeah, maybe we can get a death into some Cal Allen acting classes here pretty soon. Uh, the uh, defenseman 
defensive player ran into him. But again, he was, you know, Duff was such a big kid, didn't even really phase him. He just kind of pushed him off. Yeah, definitely an after. He saved two high snaps tonight already. Ball at the 21 yard line. Two minutes and 15 seconds. Wildcat only took a minute and 18 seconds off the clock on that drive. Wildcats defense hasn't had much time to rest. You feel like they've been on the field basically the whole first half so far. Shotgun formation for the Tigers. Four wideouts. Running back to the left of Ledesma. Handoff right up the middle. Big hole. Finally brought down by number 13 of the Wildcats. That's uh, Brandon Broughton on the tackle. The uh, running back, number 22. Fabian Ledesma with a nice run. Brings it out to the uh, 33-yard line. Mercedes is really moving it well with the run so far. 12-yard gain for the uh, Tigers. Shotgun formation. Looking to the uh, near side. Broughton. Ah, oh, look at that official. What a late call. I, I feel like if it takes you that long to decide if it's a penalty, you should just eat the flag and let the penalty go through. Looks like a good physical play by Broughton right there. This is another example of a bigger hit, bigger kid hitting a smaller kid. It looks a lot worse than whenever a small kid hits someone like Jackson Lanham. Be against the Wildcats defense. One minute, 49 seconds. Wildcats trailing. Seven to six to these Mercedes Tigers. Wildcats trying to find some type of groove here early in this first half. Shotgun formation. Ledesma rolling to the near side. Pressure now trying to get around the outside. Ledesma gets around number 44, still rolling. Now going to chunk it downfield. Has a man. Bounces off his hands and up into the air, but it's going to drop incomplete. Ledesma just really stretched that play out, though, Coach. Showing you his athletic ability to stretch that play out. Now, the captain got to do a better job at rallying to the quarterback. They're leaving their up shoulder, up shoulder available, and he's able to get out and make some plays. But every time he rolls out, he looks for Ledesma. The Ledesma connection so far has been... That's been on. Going to bring up a second down and 10 for the Tigers. Four wide receivers with Desmond dropping back. Looking to the right side. Now he's going to step up into the pocket, trying to get around the outside. Broden put the bushes hit on the quarterback. Broden just came up and laid him out. I'll tell you right now, Ledesma's not going to be taking too many, too many more shots of that. You might see him short on a few throws here in a little bit. Broughton, bring the hammer right there. Ledesma's not a very big kid. He's very quick and very athletic. But a timeout now by the Tigers. 1.22 left to go before the half. We're going to take a break with him. You're listening to Cal Island Wildcats football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. We could have ran another play before that official threw that flag. <laughs> the pocket presence was unbelievable. He sat in there and threw a good flag. Ridiculous. 
That was the first time we've been able to get a lick on that kid. He's, he's an athlete. Ben Heron is not happy right now. Ten seconds. I bet they go to the Desmond right here. In five, four, there is two, one. Shotgun formation. Desma hits his wide out on the uh, far flat. Don't believe it's going to be uh, ruled a catch. Looks like he may have been out of bounds, but so uh, it's going to bring up a third down for the. Or is that a fourth down for the? Uh, for the Tigers. And Hawkins is back to receive again. You can't imagine that Mercedes wants to keep playing this game with him. He's getting really close to breaking a touchdown. Hawkins will stand inside his 20. He's at about the 17-yard line. Esma, another booming punt. This one will go out of bounds, depending on uh, the spot. This one may be about the 20-yard line. Interesting that the official wasn't back. Uh, they are going to spot it right at the 20 yard line. I was close to. I think the official might have heard you. He may be listening to us instead of his <laughs> comrades there. One minute, 12 seconds left to go here before the half. Wildcats trailing the Tigers 7 to 6. Wildcats have a little over a minute to, to try to get downfield. And uh, I'm not sure Danaher's going to want to risk. Throwing the ball downfield, but he is going to come out in the spread offense. Right here, we got Hawkins here in the slot. Hawkins has been our main playmaker so far. Also, Brown, left side of uh, Duff right now. Duff having to step up in the pocket. Ball comes loose. Has to pick it up. And again, Duff just kind of carrying that ball out there very loosely, Coach. And the second time, he's lost it tonight. That time, he's able to fall back on it, but well, now we're looking at a second down and 10 at the 20, under a minute to play. And uh, Coach Santa, they just want to think about just take a, letting this clock run out and recouping at halftime. Well, last year, this is much of the same as what happened last year in game one. Mercedes came out and really kind of gave it to Cal Island, gave him a good run in the first half, went in, and, of course, the uh, coaches have made adjustments, came out in the second half and won the game. Second down and 10. Duff, quarterback keeper. Duff trying to get around the outside. Duff has a 25. He's got the 30. 35. Trying to get out of bounds. But he did not get out of bounds. The clock will keep rolling. Wildcats only have one timeout left, and the clock down to 19 seconds. They're going to get the movement of the chains. I should stop to the chains move. Wildcats have to get up to the line of scrimmage. Play coming in from number eight, Thula. And, uh, well, precious seconds coming off the clock here. This is going to be the last play of the half here, Coach. I can't imagine we'll see this ball snap, and if we do, it's probably going to be something downfield. Down to three seconds. Snap on the way. Duff looking. Duff rolling to his left. The buzzer has gone off. This one's going to be dumped off. It's dumped off to Hawkins. Hawkins has the 30, almost to the, I thought it was the 37, but actually the 42, and Hawkins took another big shot, and now he has some late flags coming out. Looks like a little extracurricular by the Mercedes side. 
You could see another play go on here. Austin's got rough guts being about play, though. Oh, the play clock, the, the uh, clock buzzer had sounded. Both teams are heading to the locker room. Now, you'd imagine if the coaches have already been told it's going to be offsetting. And if that's a personal foul at the uh, bar, we should be able to run another play. Duff has uh, stayed on the field. That Duff, it is Duff talking to Danaher here. Officials are still talking it over, but both teams are pretty much on the track and, and heading to their locker rooms. Mercedes definitely wants to get in the locker room. They have normally the uh, half cannot end on a penalty. It'll be interesting to see what happens here. Coach Danaher is still on the field. Head coach for the uh, Tigers. I'm not having a discussion over there with the officials. I'm not for sure, but I believe even if it's a post-play penalty, they should be able to play another play. I can't imagine it carries over into the second half. The band now starting to line up, and uh, the official is going to come over here and talk to Coach Danaher. This half continues. We... uh, both teams are in the locker rooms. Band is starting to make their way on the field. Tigers leading 7-6 over the Kanawha Wildcats as we get ready for our halftime show. We'll be coming up with it here shortly. Still waiting for the explanation to, to Coach Sarah. Huh? Our halftime show brought to you by MP Weldon and Fabrication as Coach Sarah being walked over to the sideline. So I believe that's going to be the halftime. The Mercedes Tigers lead Seven to six over the Carolina Wildcats. We'll be back with the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. You're listening to Wildcat Football on 1400 KGNL. Clear. Hey, uh, Sam, where are we at in the lineup? Can you tell me? I was able to catch it up uh, there uh, at the last minute. This is that extra break in the the second one, the fifth break. Okay, so do we, we need to run a minute here? Can we run at least a minute just to give us a little break? How much did you need? Just a minute. One minute? Okay, this is exactly one minute break. Yeah, cool, because that's... Coach, we don't have the top ten from around the state, do we? You're good. Y'all got that ready? You got the varsity from scores last night? I'm going to let you lead that since uh, Coach Jim's breaking in. I'll do the recap. Then we'll quit. after we do the recap, he'll give us the stats. You'll do stats. Go ahead and shoot here in a little bit. And then we'll take a break. And then we'll come back and talk about the... Uh, the game, you know, what's been happening, and we'll do the halftime, the uh, sub-varsity report. Ten seconds. Sam, we're going to check in with you here shortly for the uh, scoreboard. Is that all right? That's fine. Okay, good. All right, coming up in five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. Primetime crew coming at you. But, uh, I don't know, Coach, what do we say? We're at least 45 rows up above the uh, home crowd here at Fair Banner Hill Field on a beautiful Friday night. The Mercedes Tigers leading the Carolina Wildcats 7-6 to six here at halftime. Uh, never really got any clarification on that penalty when the half ended. But uh, in the first half of uh, the state is, is the easiest way to put it for the Carolina Wildcats. Uh, they've, had some, they've had their problems in the red zone. They found the red zone twice uh, uh, here in the first half, and they've just not been able to put it, I'm sorry, three times in the uh, first half. We're able to get it in zone once, but uh, two other times came away with no points. The, uh, we'll give you the uh, first half uh, summary as the uh, Mercedes Tigers 
I took the opening drive. They started at the 20-yard line. They started the drive with 11.54. It was capped off with uh, a one-yard run by number 21, Sonny Baylor, with 8.06 left to go in the uh, first quarter. The extra point was good by Luis Munoz, number 84, giving the Mercedes Tigers a 7-0 lead. On the ensuing cookoff, Wildcats with 8.05 took over on the 30-yard line. They were able to march down the field 68 yards down the two-yard line where they had first down and goal at the two-yard line. Uh, they had a, a toss sweep to Alec Brown. The ball was mishandled. Ball came loose. Came back to the nine-yard line, and they were never able to recover after that as uh, they uh, were able to attempt the 26-yard field goal by Grant Gonzalez. It was a wide right, and it was no good. Mercedes Tigers took over on the 20-yard line with 2.02 left to go in the uh, first quarter. They were uh, able to get a first down on the drive, but not much, as they were forced to punt. Wildcats were able to start the uh, second quarter with 11:34 on the uh, their own 47-yard line. So they had a short field. Again, they were able to drive, had a drive going, and they were inside the red zone. And all of a sudden, the quarterback number 10, Colton Dump, was able to come around the near side, got inside the 10-yard line, was carrying the ball very loosely. Tiger defense was able to punch it out. They recovered. At the nine yard line, so the Wildcats turned the ball over 9 13. Tigers and Wildcats kind of, uh, again, swap drives, nothing happening, and finally the Wildcats with 6.34 left to go in the second half. Were able to take advantage of a shanked punt by the opponent Ledesma, getting great field position at the 31 yard line. Only had 31 yards to go, it was capped off by a four yard touchdown run by number one senior Zach Hawkins. Was able to punch it in the end zone with four fifths and left to go in the half. The point after by Zach, uh, by Grant Gonzalez was no good, and we go into the half seven to six. And again, it was just a, a game where the Wildcats unable to capitalize two times in the red zone. Uh, they had the toss sweep fumble to, uh, to uh, Alec Brown heading to our left hand side, had the missed field goal, and then as they uh, took the drive going the other direction over to the uh, south end zone, uh, Colton Duff. Just a little careless with the ball, came loose, and the Tigers recovered. That is your first half recap as we are at halftime. The Mercedes Tigers leading Cal Allen 76. Coach Burdett's working hard to our left on the uh, stats. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about the first half numbers. Coach Davis will give you the first half stats. we got a lot to come. We have the top ten from around the state. We have our Skip Barson report. A lot left to come to you right here on the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show on 1400 KUNO. And we'll also come back and do a Rabelais Tiny Schoolboy. A lot to come on our halftime show from Field Down and Hillfield. You're listening to Cal Allen Wildcat Football on 1400 Clear. Hey, give us two minutes here. Two minutes? Okay. You're a machine, my friend. <laughs> Somebody asked me earlier how many years I've been doing this. I don't even know. I couldn't even count. I think you've got all the sponsors memorized. Oh, they change every year, too. This is different. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea what's going on right now. I really don't. I don't even, has Mercedes even started school yet? I don't think they have.
up 21-7? Yeah. And he throws up 20 22 nothing. Thirty seconds. Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. Tigers, seven to six over the Kellogg Wildcats. Mercedes coming in and really uh, did it took advantage. They had that 80-yard drive and they were able to cap it off. So they lead this game seven to six again. Like the same Division 16 construction. Prosperity Bank, Phoenix Chiropractic, Touchdown Club number one and two. Nellon's poor boys, so many people to make it possible to bring you this uh, game tonight. I also want to thank Rabelais I&E uh, for sponsoring our scoreboard. We're going to check in with our producer, Sam Eulenfeld. Uh, Sam, can you give us some scores from around the area on our Rabelais I&E scoreboard? At the halftime, Veterans Memorial is up 43-0 to zero over the Martin Tigers. Alice Coyotes are down 13-7 to seven over the, uh, under the Alexander Bulldogs. Uh Severa Seahawks up 20 to 6 over the Lavia Cardinals. Mathis up 27 0 over Falfurious. Uh, Beville Trojans up 28 to 7 over HM King Brahmas. George West Longhorns 35 0 over San Diego. Bishop Badgers also 35 0 over the Freer Buccaneers. Uh, uh, Free Buc- Buccaroos, excuse me. And uh, Tigers, Carol Tigers up 14 to 0 over the Roy Miller Buccaneers. All right, I'd like to thank Sam Newell, our producer, for helping us out tonight on our Rabelais Dining School Board. And right here from Field Down in her field, Al Allen trailing the Mercedes Tigers 7 to 6. And again, uh, we want to really take time to, to say, uh, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers are with the uh, South Texas community, the Gulf Coast region. Uh, you know, here we are on Friday night enjoying the Friday night football game, but there's so many people trying to get their lives back together uh, during this uh, disaster of relief. You know, so many people out there working to, to try to clean up and pick up debris, and, and just pick up their lives. And a lot of people not only have lost, uh, uh, you know, their homes, uh, you know, uh, some people still without power. Uh, you know, just devastating to see the impact that Hurricane Harvey had. Uh, you know, some of the uh, schools, uh, you know, Referio took a huge, huge uh, impact, uh, along with Woodsboro, Seadrift, Bayside. We've seen the destruction in uh, Rockport, Port Aransas, uh, just so many communities, uh, Port Lavaca, Victoria, uh, just really, really impacted by this hurricane. Uh, you know, we're blessed to be here on a Friday night. Yes, we had some wind damage. We had some branches and trees, but that compares nothing to what some of those other families and schools are going through in this time. We just want to let you know we're thinking about you. I know tonight the, uh, the Cal Island uh, uh, is having a fundraiser tonight. There's so many people that are doing their part, and we want to thank everybody, uh, whatever it is. If it's a dollar, if it's $2, if you can spare $5, everything goes to a good cause. Uh, to help these families in need, and and uh, again, just the uh, you know Texas coming together. We are Texas. We're proud, and we ask everybody to pray for Texas in a, in a difficult time now, as her, uh, Hurricane Harvey has left his uh, 
Mark on Texas. Category, uh, you know, it was a category four when it came in. Uh, we're you know, very fortunate that we were on the south side of the storm, but not so fortunate for the people up above the state state. So again, just want to take the time uh, to let everybody know we are thinking about you. And, and uh, a lot of people out here uh, you know, are helping out with what they can, you know, donating equipment, donating clothes, food. And, uh, we'll, you know, this community is going to get together and do what we can to help these people out. Absolutely. Uh, one of the neat things to see, though, after the hurricane was that the young people, um, you know, really took the bull by the horns. Some of the Cal Island and Tulsa Midway varsity players uh, joined together, I believe it was Monday morning, to do a little fundraiser. So a lot of water, some clothing, stuff like that that they could donate to those in the Rockport, uh, Port Aransas, you know, all the way to the area. So it was really neat to see some of the young kids get involved in the community. Yeah, it definitely is for everybody to come together. We saw the drive that was coming together, and, and uh, people just uh, just doing everything, you know, whatever they can to, to make things happen. And again, just a, a part of uh, the South Texas community, people come together uh, to, to try to, to, to help a, you know, a fellow neighbor. And we saw the impact Houston's had, uh, areas with over you know, 40 inches of rain in Houston, uh, Chocolate Bayou, uh, Kingwood, you know, Friendswood, so many places have been impacted. Uh, you, know, got, uh, you know, a couple of you know, the NFL game was canceled uh, between the you know, Texans and Cowboys. Uh, tonight's game between the Mets and Astros has been canceled. That kind of tells you. Uh, the impact the storm has left behind, and so many high school teams you know, are not able to take the field tonight because they don't have a field to play on. They don't have a school. You know, just some of them are underwater still. But uh, Coach Davis, our stats from the first half: uh, Wildcats uh, trailing seven to six. What do we got here in the first half? Yeah, so Wildcats trailing Mercedes, but on the stat sheet, I mean, it really looks like Cal Allen had the upper hand. Uh, they lead the rushing column: 124 yards full, 100 yards against. Uh, passing, there hasn't been much passing in this game besides the one long pass by Mercedes and then a few by Cal Allen. Uh, Cal Allen leading that category 41 to 27. Total yards, 165 for Cal Allen, 125 for Mercedes. The penalties have played a big part against Cal Allen, though. They've had five for 45. That's nine yards of penalty. Uh, that's pretty costly when you're getting down in the goal line areas. That's three for 22 for Mercedes. Rushing so far, Dustman leading the way, but has put the ball on the ground twice with six carries for 53 yards. Browns looks pretty sturdy all night, just looking to break one here soon. 11 carries for 49 yards. Hawkins has been the most explosive guy over the field. Two carries for 17 yards, and he's got a lone touchdown. For the Mercedes Tigers, Mark Lismo has two carries for 38 yards. Uh, Garcia has got six for 29. It's like Fabian the Desma. Has two for 18, and Sunny Villa has two for negative one now, but does have the one touchdown. Ledesma, of course, has been leading the pass in three for 10 for 27, most of it on that long fade downfield. The other two just dump off. Duff has been three for six for 41 yards, so not a lot of passing yards in this game. I'm sure we'll see that revved up in the second half. Receiving wise, Hawkins, Lamb, and Brown all have one catch. Hawkins for 21, Nina for 13, and Brown for seven. On the other side, it's been the Desma, the main target all night. He's seen about four deep balls. He's got one for 31. Bella has one for nothing, and Ramos has one for negative four. So besides one big game, they've been a great job against the pass. Time of possession, just about even. Uh, Mercedes, 12-37 possession. It seems like they've been on the field forever. Cal Allen has been 11 minutes and 23 seconds with the ball. There you go. That's the uh, first half step. I'd like to thank uh, Coach Brotherson working hard, putting those stats together for us. You're listening to the MC Welding the Fabric uh, Coach and Halftime Show. We'll be back with more of the Halftime Show right here on 1400 KGNO. Clear. Coach, you ready for the uh, sub-varsity and top 10? 
I'll uh, no, no, you still not. I do. Yeah. You solid. You get the thing on. Kirk Brothers in the lead to the way. He's good at that. All right. Let me a walker. I need a walker. They wish there was water. They used to bring water up here. I don't know what the hell this year. They used to put them right behind us, remember? And one of our 30 trainers up here with a water bottle. Well, there's a rather large man there named Coach Ashburn. What? Uh, don't forget, we're on 14. Coach, take a break uh, after your top 10. 1,400 KUNO. We got about 9:22 left, so that'll be good. I cannot believe we're down in this game right now. Ten seconds. Well, I guess I can when you see the turnovers. In five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. I'm Mike Grill, primetime crew, coming at you live from Phil Banner Field. Coach Mike Brotherton to our far left, and Coach Davis. Joining the primetime crew this year, coming to you live from Phil Banner Field. Wildcats trailing 7-6 to the Mercedes Tigers. As we get ready for our top 10 from around the state, we got our sub-varsity report, the boys that played last night. We had our freshmen and JV boys in action. As uh, we turn it over, I'm going to turn it over to Coach Bredenton and Coach Davis coming out at you. All righty. Well, this, uh, it's about time I get back on the radio. They were picking on me earlier about uh, – you know, need my autograph and stuff. And the, the background behind that was during our little storm, uh, the ABC News Nightline actually got a hold of us, and I had to do some interviewing on TV. So that's, that's the kind of story behind that that's going on right now. So other than that, nothing nothing much of a big deal for, for that. Uh, starting off with our uh, sub-varsity report, we're going to go straight into our freshman kiddos. And uh, the uh, freshman teams, they got out of school a little bit early yesterday, took a trip down to Mercedes. And uh, they, took, they took both teams with these teams here at Calala. Got down there and uh, didn't find out until they basically get on the sideline and say, uh, that freshman B team, you're not going to play today because we don't have enough players. So, you know, our, our B team guys kind of joined in with our A team group, and uh, I'm not sure if, uh, if any of them got in there to play. I imagine they uh, got, got a couple of them in there to play. But so uh, the B team didn't, didn't have any score, of course, so they didn't play. Uh, so then the, the, the rest of the guys took the field out there at Mercedes, and uh, Cal Allen comes away victorious, winning 28-6 to in that victory. Uh, and then after that, uh, in the headlines at 7 o'clock, uh, JV took the field, and uh, another victory coming to the Cal Allen Wildcats, and they take the victory with a score of 30-6. to So on your freshman level, uh, you're 1-0 and right now, and JV level, you're 1-0 as well. So... Not a bad start off for those guys at, at that level. Um, usually you kind of, uh, we, we would have the sub-sub varsity report, if you would, with the uh, junior highs playing and stuff. But our season has not quite started yet. Uh, we will start next week, Tuesday, against Calusa Midway. The uh, eighth graders will play here at uh, Cal Island High School Field, at Phil Danaher Field. And those times are going to be at 4.30, 5.30, and 7 o'clock. That'll be the 8th graders, the 7th graders. We're going to travel over to TM, that long travel that we got to make. Uh, it's going to be real difficult for us, but I think we'll make it there. And uh, same time there, we'll have the three teams playing, and it'll be 4.30, 5.30, and 7 as well over there. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to our first game. Uh, it's been a while. This, this storm has put a, a damper on things uh, with not being able to come back and actually practice until school started again. 
So we've, we've uh, missed a lot of practice, uh, got a little bit in today, get a little bit in tomorrow, uh, so that way we can get kind of ready for uh, STEM. We do have um, one new face at that seventh grade level that's going to be with me. I'll still be down there this year calling the defense. We will have somebody else uh, that will be calling the offense at that seventh grade level, and that's going to be one you've already heard tonight, and that's Coach David. What do you got to say about our team so far? Uh, I'm excited. We've got a lot of good uh, young athletes on our team. We've got some big kids for offensive linemen that can move. Um, we're going to coach them up and let them go out there and play, and we should be just fine. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting year for us. We're, we're a little behind because we're what we uh, usually are set as just because of the storm and stuff. But that's no different from anybody else around here because we, we've all in the same situation with that storm. We've all had the problems with it. Uh, the delays that it's come up with and stuff. And, uh, we, you, you know, we're fortunate enough to where uh, we could actually still practice. We still have a field to play on. We have a school, things like that. Not so fortunate with some of the other guys, Port Aransas, Rockport, uh, Riferio, those guys, Ingleside is including. So, uh, but we'll be ready to go. And next week, of course, we'll have some scores for you for the junior high. Uh, we're going to go ahead and kind of move into our top ten right before halftime's over. We've got about four and a half minutes left. I'll try to scoot through this pretty quick for us. We're going to start me, at the uh, sixth grade level, and coming in at number 10 is going to be Spring Westfield. At number 9, Klein Collins. And then Lake Travis, Civilo Steel, uh, GP North Shore. The Woodlands at number 5, Converse Judson at 4, DeSoto 3, Katie at 2, and Allen sitting at number 1 for the Class 6A group. Going into our class, the Class 5A group, coming in at number 10 are your Cal Allen Wildcats. At number nine, Lancaster. At number eight, uh, Richmond Foster. Number seven, Highland Park. Number six is College Station, who we played uh, last year. Cedar Park at number five. Number four, Temple. Denton Lion comes in at three. <laughs> Your state champs come in at number two right now, Alito, uh, with Manville taking the number one spot right here at the uh, preseason's poll uh, going into this first game. Uh, tonight, we're also, because we're playing Mercedes, just to give us no doubt that those, those guys are sitting at Ranked uh, 107, and they're giving a heck of a show tonight against us. Uh, going down to the 4A Division One, they've, they've divided it up now. The Division One at number 10 is Stan Stafford. Number nine is Van Kennedale at eight. Mithlothian Heritage, Henderson, China Spring at five. Abilene Wiley at number four. Waco La Vega at three. Argyle two, and Carthage is at number one. In the Division Two of Class 4A, that's going to be Belleville, Wimberley, Jasper, Sweetwater, Monaghan, Salina, Giddings, Quero, West Orange, Stark, and Gilmer. Going into the Class 3A Division One, <coughs> Grandview, Franklin, Foxboro, Wall. I always laugh at that one because they're always on here, but uh, awesome team because they're always in the top ten. That Wall. They're right up by San Angelo. Malikoff, Teague, Rockdale, Hallettsville, Brock, and then Cameron Yo uh, coming in at number one. And then at the uh, Division Two, Bowling, Cisco, Sonora, Canadian, Gunter, Art. I have not heard Art before. I'm not sure where Art is. Yeah, this small school has got some fun names. They'll find some interesting ones. Yeah, Art. Uh, Elysian Fields at number three, Newton, East Bernard at two, and Lexington. Lexington sitting at number one. One into the class 2A division, one at number 10, uh, St. Augustine, Abernathy, Stratford, Shiner, Centerville, Post, Mark, Mason, Crawford, and at number one uh, is Referio. 
it'll be interesting to kind of see, uh, you know, how this plays out with the damages that they've had over at their school, uh, when they're going to be able to start the season if they do, uh, what the scenario is with those guys and, and where they fit, uh, you know, state champs, um, rank number one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Yeah, we're not going to get that going. They are superstar school from this area in the smaller schools. They sure are. Uh, uh, the Division two at 2A is Hamlin, Fall City, Wellington, Monday, Burton, Redmond, Albany, Munster, Iran. There's Iran. And then uh, number one is Pinaha. That there is your top ten report. And that, that five is a murderous row of big, talented schools, especially coming out of those Houston and Dallas areas. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting how this year turns out. I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm excited for this game right now because Mercedes giving us a heck of a show. Uh, it's going to be interesting to what kind of uh, adjustments we've made coming into the second half. We've got about uh, one minute remaining uh, in halftime, so we're going to take us a quick break. Uh, you're listening to the MC Welding Halftime Show uh, and KUNO 1400. Clear. My wife's friend lived there forever. There's only a minute left in Tigers should have no problem putting this into the back of the end zone. 
And we are underway. Oh, a little squid kick. A little surprising. This one's going to be taken at about the 12-yard line. Going right up field is number three for the uh, Wildcats. That's so Cole Garza. Garza with the uh, return out over the uh, to about the 19, 20-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. They will spot it at the 19. The Wildcats will take over first down and 10. Turns out to be a smart move by Mercedes, not kicking out the back of the end zone. Cats don't even quite get it out to the 19-yard line. I think they were a little shocked that that was actually a field of a kick. Offense coming back on the field. Colton Dolph will lead the Wildcats back onto the field. First down and 10, ball rest, and they're going to spot it right at the 19-yard line. I'm sure Wildcats started the game, Coach, in a two-tight end. Sorry about that. And uh, they were able to spread it out in the second half. And, uh, you know, it really had things going early on with that uh, two-tight end set, a little bit of that wing tee. Let's see what they've got to come out here with in the uh, second half. Denner is always looking to show off the wing tee. That's his baby. We'll see if he goes back to it right here. And they are in the wing tee. Two tight end set. Duff under center. Garza. Motions across the line of scrimmage. Unbalanced over to the right side. First play of the second half. Alec Brown breaking tackle. Brown will pick up about 11 yards on the opening carry of the third quarter. There you go. The count out offensive line. Making him look easy up front right there. Giving him plenty of room to run. Of course, breaking off some tackles, the powerful Brown. I'd like to thank MC Welding and Fabrication for sponsoring our halftime show. Also, I'd like to thank Coach Bredgerton for helping us out with our sub-varsity report, our top 10 from around the state. And too often, we have a TV celebrity join us in the press box. But uh, hey, what? Uh, he did give us credit, saying that uh, part of the radio show helped him uh, prepare for the uh, uh, TV interview. Handoff for the uh, Wildcats. Brown, left side. He has a 45. Has a 50. Still on his feet. He's got the 40. But he pushed out of bounds on the 33-yard line of the Tigers' side of the ball. That, that right side of the offensive line had the defensive line pushed back about five yards. Brown didn't even have to think about making the cut. They got about five yards downfield, and then, of course, has the breakaway speed and make something happen. Hey, what this drive on got started at the 19-yard line, two carries, and the Wildcats are on the 32-yard line. 50 yards on two carries, not something, nothing to turn your head at. Nice little average there, so... Two carries, averaging 25 yards a carry here in the uh, second half. Wildcats, two tight end set. Unbalanced line, overloading the uh, right side. Quarterback keeper, Colton Duff, going right upfield. Duff will uh, lunge forward for about uh, five yards on the play, and Duff's going to have to be real careful with that ball. He's lost it twice tonight. Getting in that heavy trap is really going to have to cover up. On a side note, Zarek Rojas down the field, blocking, getting to linebackers. Making this Mercedes defense work to get to the ball carrier. Big number 87, Reed Wilson, will check in on the tight end spot over to the uh, near side. Also in on there. Uh, I'm trying to see the other. Is it uh, 13? I believe that Rhino Broughton is one of the other tight ends. Handoff. Brown. Right side. Brown. And the offensive line just firing out, really coming at the uh, Tigers defense now. And that, enough, uh, that will be enough for a first down for the Wildcats. Looks like Coach Fowler got near that offensive line. They looked really good these first two plays of the second half. Number 60 is going to have to come off the field for the Wildcats. That's the center, Noah Galindo. He's going to have to, because his helmet came off or what, what they're doing here, but Galindo over on the sideline. Hopefully it's just for one play. Don't be surprised if you see the power start coming out. I think Denner is going to look to put his foot on the on the tiger still right here. And off Hawkins, left side, Hawkins weaving, dancing, 
inside the 15 to about the 14-yard line. So another eight-yard gain for the uh, Wildcat offense. And uh, number 60, Noah Galinda will check back into the game. 65 has come in for one play. Seth Kelly. They did a good job at filling in there for that one play. Sometimes that's a big part of the game, guys. They can come in and fill in their spot. A little bit of relief there for Galindo. Second down, we'll call it two yards to go. Garza motioning across the line of scrimmage, handoff to the uh, running back, going over the right side, just barreling his way on the right side. Great job by the offensive line. Is that Brown again? I believe that's Alex Brown, and Brown just pushed that uh, defensive lineman. They uh, were on the <laughs> up at 13-yard line, and now they're at the one. So another big carry there for Alec Brown. Now about the right side of Cal Allen's offensive line, they look like they're making a statement. The left side of that defense for Mercedes is having nothing to do with those climbing. So, oh, that's a statement you want to come out with here in the uh, second half. Wildcats overload the right side again. And up, right side, Wildcats in the end zone. Alec Brown, number 40, first touchdown of the season for the uh, young running back, number 40. One-yard carry, and the Wildcats should go for two here after this and that extra point. 8.47. Here in the third quarter, Wildcats take the lead 12 to 7. How about that statement, though, by the Cal Island offense coming out and going back to their roots, getting out of the spread and back into the wing tee? It didn't seem like the uh, Tigers could match the physicality of the big offensive line for Cal Island. It just seems like Cal Island knows what they're doing in the swing tee, and it's really showing on the field right now. First half, they seem a little guessing. Top sweep over to the right side. Brown trying to find the edge. Brown will walk it into the end zone. And uh, Brown not happy taking that shot in the end zone. He was about three yards deep. And one of those Mercedes Tigers defenders came to put a shot on him. Wildcats take the lead 14-7 over the Tigers. 8.47 left to go in the third. I'll be back with Paul Wildcat football on 1400 KGNO. Clear. There we go. That looked good. That looked like that on football there. Yeah. Brought it down their throat. We're so big, we shouldn't even be messing with them in the spread. We can just... Gosh. It doesn't matter if you're fast, if you're going in reverse. Mm. It almost looks like they had that whole drive mapped out coming out of the half. We're going to run power. And we're going to run 49. Now it's over 117 yards now. Just broken the century mark. How about uh, Hawkins has got to be getting close at some time. He's a, he's a fantasy football stud. Get to the punt returns, get to the kick returns, the catches, the runs. Drafting fantasy football tomorrow, I could use someone like him. How much time, Sam? Ten seconds. I can't imagine this kick's going deep. I bet we're kicking it right over here to the up back. Four, three, two, one. Fourteen to seven. Wildcats over the Tigers. Eight forty-seven left to go here in the third quarter. Wildcats making a statement now on the opening drive of the third quarter, marching it down eighty-one yards into the end zone. Alec Brown featured uh, on that drive. Did a great job for the Wildcats. Gonzalez, high end over end kick. This one's going to be fielded at the 15-yard line. Coming right up field is the uh, return man, and he's going to get it out to the uh, 30-yard line. 
where the Wildcats special teams will uh, make their tackle, and the Tigers will start this drive at the 30-yard line. Looks like that was Grant Gonzalez coming in with the tackle. Shoulder a little gimpy, but that was a heck of a tackle. Squared him up and put him down. Is that the kicker that made that tackle? Yeah, it was Grant. Out of way. That's the second time Grant had that on the opening kickoff as well. Do it all. Grant showing you his versatility. Not only can he kick it, he gets downfield. Makes his own tackle. First down and 10, ball resting at the 30-yard line for the Tigers. Shotgun formation. There you go. There we go. Nice pressure there by the interior line. Trying to see who's coming off the bottom of the pile. I believe that's Big Casey Lunetti. It is big number 53 on the tackle. That one behind the line of scrimmage. Give that young man a decal. You really saw the power right there. Pushed his man off and got to the ball carry. Another common theme tonight is Mercedes keeps throwing a receiver down here with our, with our said corner lively, looking for one-on-one opportunities. Not done formation. Second down, we'll call it 13 yards to go. Ledesma dropping back, now stepping up in the pocket. Gets away from a would-be tackler going around the outside. Ledesma will pick up and up at the first down. Nice little shift to move there by the quarterback, picking up 11 yards for the first down. Just Ledesma's natural ability to create plays once again. Shooting down in the foot. They did. They got a little lucky there because downfield, wide open. Looks like it was number 10, Matthew Ledesma. A lot of Ledesmas on this team, that's for sure. All of them in skilled positions. I wonder. That's a lot of speed for one family. First down and 10 for the Tigers. They trail 14 to 7. And off to the running back, bouncing away. Getting around the outside. Looked like he was going to be hit and tackled at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Wildcats just didn't wrap up and bring him down and ends up picking up. Uh, when it looks to be close to a first down, they're going to give him about eight yards in the play. Is that Tony Matthew Garcia right there? Or is that Fabian Ledesma? It's a little hard to see with these uniforms. 38. 38 is Alex Ramos. They've been switching the running backs up quite a bit. They've done a good job of uh, running back my committee. 727, second down and two. Shotgun formation for the Tigers. Ledesma will hand it off to number 38. He is hit at the line of scrimmage. And ball came loose. I was about to say, he took a hard shot and the Wildcats will recover. I'm trying to see who came up and put the hit. Was that number Matt 41? Castro. There goes Matt Castro, yeah. number 41, the junior. Castro came up and put a hit on the running back, number 38. Alex Rommel, the ball came loose, and the Wildcats had their first gift of the night. They'll take over first down and 10 at the 47-yard line. Castro playing with that cast on his hand. A tough kid came up and laid the wood on the ball carrier, popping that ball loose. Kyle Allen takes over in pretty good field position right here. Fumble, number 38. Alex Ramos turns it over to the Wildcats. First down and 10, Wildcats are going to stick with the two tight ends set. And off over to the right side is Alec Brown. Brown pushing his way forward, getting a big surge there from the offensive line. It'll be about a five-yard gain on the play. It's going to bring up second down and five. Once again, just using the power run, attacking him, attacking him right down the middle almost, pushing the defense back. Lock rolling, six minutes, 56 seconds. Nice crowd on hand tonight for the opening game of this 2017-2018 season. 
Mercedes traveled well. Some room across the field. It's been a nice crowd for the uh, Tiger fan base. Alex Brown, again, just finding a seam there in the middle of that line. And he'll pick up enough of the first down out to the uh, 38-yard line. Uh, Coach Brown let us know that on that last drive, he uh, eclipsed the uh, 100-yard mark with 117 yards in that last drive. And he's like, had a couple of nice carries here on this drive. In fact, he's well on his way to a big night already. There's more than a quarter and a half left to go. A young man that got moved up his sophomore year. Uh, freshman year. Wasn't it freshman, his freshman year in the Alice game, Coach? And since he got moved up, he has not turned that, uh, that rollover. He's a, a very a powerful young man. Brown, again, still on his feet. Breaking tackle inside the 20, and he's going to get down at the 19-yard line. Brown just stiff-armed somebody, just pushed him to the ground. Get out of my way. You can't imagine. He's turned it on since the half. First half, they contained him pretty well, but they have not been able to bring him down here in the second half, and it looks like a Tiger player is down. As he gets 72 cramps, hopefully he'll be checked out. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're listening to Carolina Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. We can put a minute in here, Sam, and then after we uh, come back, I'll, uh, I'll send the uh, Rabelais scoreboard to you. Okay. We are abusing them with the power run. Our guards are our best offensive line, and they're big and strong. They get after it. He's going to be at 200 in no time. Oh, that's nothing. Wait till you get yeah, one of these. <laughs> <laughs> 10 seconds. Like GP. Isn't GP bad? No, it's they got the steel box. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back. As the uh, young man, good to see him walking off the uh, field in his own power. That's Raul Artiega, number seven. Looks like he was just being checked out with uh, for cramps. Uh, so he's a, a good sign for that young man to walk off the field under his own power. First down at 10 for the Wildcats, ball at the 19-yard line. Handoff to Alec Brown. Spinning, lunging his way, and he's going to be to about the 15-yard line, four-yard gain. As uh, we have some time, we're going to check in with our scoreboard on our Rabelais ID scoreboard. Sam, what do you got tomorrow in the area? Ben Bolt is up 29-0 over Benavides. Uh, Badgers and Bishop up 35-0 over Freer. Uh, Carroll Tigers up 14 to 6 over Roy Miller Buccaneers and the Rivera Seahawks up 20 to 7 over Lavia. All right, that's uh, Sam Yellenfeld helping us out with our Rabelais INE school move right here at Phil Danaher Field. Cal Allen leading Mercedes 14 to 7. Handoff, Hawkins, left side, got a blocker in front of him. Hawkins cuts to the outside, shoestring tackle, saves him from finding the end zone, but he'll be brought down. At about the five-yard line, great open field tackle there by the Mercedes Tiger defense. Great play calling by the guys down down on the field. They go power run, power run, power run, and then give it to the, give it going to the outside the other way. First down and goal for the Wildcats. Ball resting right on the five-yard line, and you can just see where this Wildcat offensive line is starting to wear this uh, defense out for Mercedes. I mean, they are just really just blasting forward and just driving him back. Colton Duff, under center. 
Right side of the line, overloaded. Alec Brown on the carry. Alec Brown into the end zone for the touchdown. Two drives, 14 points for the Wildcats. Brown is running like a man possessed in the second half. He's well over 150 yards now, well on his way to 200 yards. And the Cowan offensive line is simply dominating the Tigers' defensive line since we've come out of the half. Like to have been a fly on the wall. And have time. Well, maybe not. <laughs> the good thing is, when we get back, because we get this up, and we get Gonzalez with the point after, right through the uprights, Cal Allen, 21, Mercedes, 7. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Ten seconds. They got quarterbacks in the next three years. They're gonna be good. Five, four, three, two, one. Wildcats twenty-one. Tigers seven. We have four minutes forty-two seconds here remaining in the third quarter. The Wildcats have come out just uh. Over to Magic, just uh, being physical and just uh, really just driving the ball down the throat to these Mercedes Tigers. Squid kick, hit the uh, offensive lineman, one of the front five linemen on the chest, and now it's just going to be a dogfight on the bottom of this pile to see who comes up with it. And I believe the Tigers will, but uh, that one went off the uh, chest of one of the up men and just kind of bounced around there for a second. Thought the Wildcats were going to come up with it. The Tigers were able to maintain possession. And they're going to start this drive at about the 45-yard line. Don't think that's what Grant Gonzalez was trying to do. I think he was just trying to get it downfield and somehow just hit one of those up linemen. It looked like something off a video game there for a second. That ball just kind of popped him right in the leg. The guy was trying to turn and run, and then Cal Allen had a chance on it. Couldn't quite come up with this, but it feels like most of the momentum now is on Cal Allen's side. We'll start this drive on the 44-yard line. Again, lively matched up one-on-one down. I think they've seen that he can cover pretty well. They haven't gone to him this half. Ledesma, shotgun formation, dropping back. They trail by 14. They're going to have to open it up, and he's going to dump it off. Pressure there by number 70, Escobar. And now look at that tackle. I believe that's going to be Broughton chasing him off uh, downfield. And some nice pressure there by Escobar. And Ledesma just dumping it off just in time. Very minimal game. We'll give him two yards on the play. It'll be second down and eight. And the Carolina linebacking core has been the standout so far for the defense. They've prevented some big plays so far. Four minutes, four seconds. We'll have to go here in the third quarter. Alec Brown has uh, taken over this game offensively for the Wildcats. They've overloaded the uh, right side of the line and just shown their power game. Second down and eight. 
Fumble on the play. Desmond trying to get around the uh, near side. Going to be met in the backfield. I'm trying to see that. Is that 35? I believe that's, uh, no, that's 65 for the Wildcat defense. Seth, Seth Kelly. Seth Kelly in on the, uh, in on the tackle for the uh, Wildcat defense. Yeah. Desmond's got to take a deep breath every time that uh, Michael Desmond takes off. He's such a playmaker. Even when that ball's on the ground, he can pick it up and make something happen. Three minutes, 19 seconds. They're down and nine for the uh, Tigers. Shotgun formation. Twin split up top. Single wide out to the near side. Desmond looking to his right. Backside pressure. Still has some pressure. Now he's going to step up in the pocket. Looking downfield. And trying to hit his wide receiver. That one's going to drop incomplete. On the coverage is uh, 22 or 23. That's 23. That's Richard Davis with him all the way. So back there for the Wildcats is number 12, Sam Allen. Allen will check off the field. Hawkins will come in. Tigers will be forced to punt. Good job by the Cowan secondary not to get sucked in by the play action when we're going down the field. Everything was covered up pretty tightly. Tigers will drop back deep in the uh, traditional punt formation. Ten yards deep is the punter. Hawkins stands at his 15. I punt. This one, Hawkins will field at the 17. Coming over to the near side. Hawkins trying to get away. He's going to get to the 22-yard line. How about Tennessee laying the wood on the block right there? Making a block downfield, trying to give us a chance to break that one. Two minutes, 50 seconds. Tigers putting the ball to the Wildcats. The Wildcats will start this drive on the... uh, Close to 32-yard line with two minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the third quarter. I believe last we checked, Brown is at about 160 yards rushing up to this point. With still 250 left in the third, he could easily get over the 200-yard mark if this continues. Bobcats again, overload the right side. Colton Duff under center, two tight end sets. Tigers showing pressure. And off Brown. Brown on the right side has a 40, up to about the 44-yard line where he's pushed out of bounds. About an 11-yard gain for uh, Brown to, again, is that 150. That's 11-yard gain, puts him about 161. Those aren't official, by the way, but uh, I'll let you know where he's uh, at. He's been uh, really taking off here in the second half. And really, he hasn't I mean, he hasn't had to break any tackles or anything. The guy off the line is doing a great job of keeping him clean for the most part as he runs down the field. Hawkins with the ball at the 44-yard line, driving left to right on your radio dial. Tigers defending the south end zone. Wildcats again, overloading the right side of the line. And off. Brown. Brown stopping on the dime, trying to cut back across the grain, but uh, this time no room, no gain on the play, and it'll bring up second down and 10. And that's interesting to note, the negative play out there, they go back to the tower, but that's kind of part of the wing T offense. You keep powering it down, powering it down. They come to stop the tower, and then Ben Hill likes to get numbers out going the other way. Let's see if he pulls something out right here. Wouldn't be a time. Wouldn't be a bad time to try to hit your tight end coming out of the uh, of one of these formations. It's something we haven't seen here yet. We've had we've got them bunched up. Let's see who we got here. We got nine in the box. Duff under center, and that time the uh, defensive lineman is going to cross the line of scrimmage and make contact with the uh, center, so it'll be a five-yard penalty against the Tigers. 
That'll bring up second down and five. So even with the penalty right there, uh, number 60, Noah Guillendo fires off and lays one of the D tackles on, on his backside. The physicality right now is clearly on the side of the Wildcats. Ball on the 49. Just, uh, just over a minute to play here in the third quarter. Wildcats with a 21-7 lead. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsors for helping us out today. How about REMAC? Division 16 construction. Nolan's Poor Boys. Prosperity Bank, Felix Chiropractic, just to, just to name a few. That's um, Price, that was Price, Price. Price still on the carry. Flag on the play. Let's see where the flag came out. It looks like an air come from the side judge. Play on the field for the Tigers as uh, he's being checked out by the training staff. 35 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. We're going to take a timeout as the uh, player is being checked on. Wildcats 21. Mercedes Tight, you're seven. We'll be back on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Hey, what that sonic looks delicious, right? We used to get it. We can maybe if we can. We used to get a student that would help us out. How do we do that, Coach? We get a student to call and. And, it, and we'll give him a shout out. So he would call Sonic, uh, Papa John, and different people, and they'd bring food up here, and then we would just. Ten seconds. Who brought the, was the barbecue on your coach? That was your turn, right? In five, four, three, two, one. Thirty-five seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Young man on the field still being checked out by the training staff. Hope the young man is okay as the Wildcats have taken a 21-7 to lead over the Mercedes Tigers. We are in week zero of 2017-2018 season. Wildcats got off to a slow start, but here in the second half have really been dominant. They've uh, really just taken over with their uh, power offense. And, uh, again, I hope this young man's okay. We're waiting to make sure, you know, at least training staff do everything precautionary. Uh, but they're going to call out for the, uh, for the medical team over on the far sideline. So uh, as they do that, Sam, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to send it back to you in the studio. Uh, you're listening to Cal Island Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. His leg or something? They're trying to get him. I think it's his arm. He may have like a compound fracture. I think those ambulance people are in there. They're real small, yeah. They're probably over there. They're not paying attention. Yeah. Now they tell him to hurry up. Oh, it's not, it's not a compound, is it? I don't know. He looks like his right arm. It's, it's number one. It's this linebacker, Roger Adams. Roger Adams third. Yeah, he, after he hit, he laid on the field for a while. He had his arm kind of flat. Hey, Sam, keep it a break for a little bit, boss. Uh, this kid's been, uh, they're going to have to bring the uh, journey up. 
Okay. Maybe an arm injury or something with the coaching staff. Oh, no. That's mom. That's got to be a compound fracture. She walked up, and as soon as she walked up, saw it. I've seen his legs move and stuff, so hopefully it's nothing with the neck or anything. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, it's his arm. It's got to be a compound fracture. He, he may have broke his, like, shattered his elbow or something. These guys are in no rush to get on the field. Oh my goodness! I could. I can't imagine. It's got to be bad. His, his mom came up and before she even got to. Him. Yeah, she wore number one on her back. Yeah, it's it's his Adam the third kid. Roger Adam. He's their middle linebacker. He just yeah after that play he didn't get up he didn't move he just laid there with his arm off to the side. Now, doesn't look like they do. Nothing. No urgent thing. Hey, Sam, we're just in the back. Just up there, and we'll send it back to you, though. What was that? So if you want to send it back to us briefly, we'll just give him a quick update and send it back to you again. There's, they're having to bring his gurney. We, we're thinking we're not 100% sure. We're thinking it may be like a compound fracture of the arm. All right, we can come back in 10 seconds. That's good. Are they trying to call the ambulance to come out of the I believe so. In five... Four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to Field Down in Herfield. The uh, young man uh, is still being tended to on the field. Uh, it's a good time that uh, he, he's moving his legs and he's you know, moving his lower extremities. Uh, he's definitely in, uh, you can tell he's in some pain. Uh, but it looks like they're checking out his right arm. We do not want to speculate, but we will tell you that the, the young man, uh, they fought the EMS out on the field. He is being tended to as a Wildcats lead right now, 21-7. That's not the important uh, uh, measure. We just want to let you know that we are on break right now just as a young man uh, is getting some medical attention. Uh, you, know, you know, thank goodness that uh, most of these high school uh, fields have to have an EMS uh, on standby, and, and that's exactly what we have here. So he's being tended to both training staffs on the field, medical, uh, you know, the uh, EMTs uh, are now uh, are tending to the young man. As we're going to send it back to uh, Sam Hewlett, our producer, back in the studio. Sam, we'll keep you posted. Give us a couple of minutes, uh, and we'll let you know what's going on here. From Phil Van Herfield, again, young man from the Mercedes Tigers being tended to. Seems to be okay. He's, uh, his mom is out there with him. He is moving his lower extremities, and, and does uh, obviously you can see the young man is in some uh, discomfort and some pain. But uh, the good news is, uh, you know, he is uh, showing some movement. Uh, again, we don't want to speculate, but uh, we're going to send it back to uh, to the studio. You're listening to Cal Island Wildcat on 1400 KUNO. Clear. You probably got an air cast out there. Yeah. It's definitely his right arm somewhere. Of course, Chambliss is always playing with the football in the back. He's always that way back to each other. Old Chambers. Talk about a stud back in the day. Were you going Chambers playing? Oh, yeah. Bro. I've been here since like 97. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. 
good. Amber was like a freshman when we played West Orangeburg at the, at the Astrodome. I think he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Come on, buddy. Pick up his pants first. Is he is he on the board right now? Oh, are they on the right side of him? Like the 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 vet, the gurney's on the right side of him? Oh, okay, never mind, there he is. Well if they take off the helmet, it's not a neck injury, that's for All right. God, that's rough. Senior year. Hopefully he's okay. Take what that mom got on the field in a heartbeat. This on the purple. Doesn't surprise me a little bit. <laughs> like make the face. Same facial expression. That's a good kid. Got energy for days, but he's a good kid. Okay, Sam, I got him on the uh, journey, so uh, we're, we're close. Okay. How much time? Uh, next spot just started. We have about 30 seconds. They're good. They're just now carting them off the field. All right. He's probably going to have surgery on that. That's, just, that's the only thing that really you can't move. Yep. Is it right arm? But either dislocated or probably shattered that elbow. That's right. All right, 10 seconds. All right, thank you, Sam. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back as uh, number one, Roger Adamy, uh, senior linebacker who's been all over the field tonight for the Mercedes Tigers. and being wheeled off the, uh, uh, over to the right side, but he did uh, give the thumbs up and kind of wave to his teammates. So that's a good sign, but, uh, again, the uh, paramedics were here. It looks like they put an air cast in his right arm. Uh, again, we did see some movement, and, and he got the, a big ovation from the home crowd and uh, his, uh, his, the visiting crowd, which is his home team. Uh, but, uh, again, good to see that young man. Hopefully he's, uh, he's going to be okay, uh, but definitely a, an injury to that right arm when it seems to be there, Coach. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's heartbreaking to see for a guy who's a senior and probably a leader on his defense. But, of course, you know, football comes second to the kids. Uh, future and health. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. Ball at the 46-yard line. Colton Duff under center. He's going to hand it off to uh, Zach Hawkins. Right off, is that another flag on the play? Or? That was uh, Shin. I believe that was Shin Price with the carry. And now the flag, I believe that's going to go on Cal Allen as well. Oh, actually, that's okay. not. The outside, normally, if it's against the offense, it'll be a dead ball. Uh, 
build a play before he ever gets going. So five yards against the uh, Mercedes defense. 23 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Had that uh, delay to the injury, but uh, right now the Wildcats in control of this game. 21 to 7 over the uh, Mercedes Tigers. Wildcats have uh, come out with this uh, two tight end set. They're overloading the uh, right side of the line in the backfield. Alec Brown and I believe that's Zach Hawkins. Price was in the uh, game, but now it's going to be tough. Tosses it over to Brown. Brown unable to hold on to it. Trying to fall down on it. Uh, not sure he's able to get his hands on it. It didn't look like a bad pitch there from Duff. Uh, this is like Brown may have taken his eyes off of it, maybe looked upfield. But whatever the case, that's going to be the end of the third quarter. We played 36 minutes on field down in her field. The Carolina Wildcats leading 21 to 7 over the Mercedes Tigers. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. That's twice we've pitched there and fumbled the pitch. I can't imagine we'll see a pitch very much. We fumbled that one down here in the room. Yeah. I don't look on the two-yard line. Oh, yeah. Actually, nine. Well, the crowd's starting to clear out. Yeah, that's a green screen over here. We have a monitor. It's just to do this. to bring it. We need to get it from Duke. We do have it. Like, what is it, about 20, 21 inch monitor or something? It's nice because you can see it. Hey, Sam, we're going to start talking just because of the highlight film. Okay. Holding Duff under center. Handoff. Alec Brown over to the right side. He's going to get it to the 35 yard line. He'll have it up for the first down, and the chains will move as we start the fourth quarter. Getting run the power run, get moving the sticks. That's been a constant here in the second half. Fourth quarter underway. Wildcats with a 21-7 lead. Opening play of the fourth quarter. Alec Brown on the right side. Needed two yards for the first down. Picked up three. Change the move, and the ball resting now at the 35-yard line. I'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night, wherever you're at, at home, at work, in your car. Thanks for taking time out of your Friday night. Duff slipped up on the play. I don't know if it was one of his linemen may have stepped on him and was able to get the handoff off to Brown, but uh, kind of a, a busted play there. Brown did a nice job of picking up about four yards in the play. It'll be second down and six. It's definitely been clear so far that this is week one. We've had a couple of pitches get on the ground, and then every once in a while we've had some stumbling. But for the most part in the second half, Callahan's done a good job of keeping it together on offense and making some plays. Fourth quarter. I'd like to thank the guys out on the refinery row working hard tonight. We know you're trying to get the uh, units back up. Guys, be safe out there. Uh, guys over in uh, Valero, Equistar, Flint Hills, buddies over at Sitco. Thanks for being with us tonight on a Friday night. Colton Dove on the keeper. Stan, lunging forward. Dove will pick up about three yards. He's going to be shy of the first down. Guys working the uh, night shift over in the warehouse. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Our friends in the World Wide Web, tuning us in on Cat's iRadio. Pensacola, Florida, thanks for being with us on a Friday night. We have a third and about two or three right here. Um, I can't imagine they're going to go anywhere but maybe the power run. 
Try to pick up these three yards and keep that clock melting. Two down territory for the Wildcats. Leading 21-7. Now a timeout by the Wildcats. We're going to keep it here, Coach. Uh, Wildcats, again, we've talked about it. They're up 21-7, but they were in the red zone twice tonight and really just, uh, you know, weren't able to capitalize, you know, twice. Uh, we talked about it once on the pitch play over to Alec Brown. You know, they were at the two-yard line, the fumble, bottom back to the nine. I uh, just could never recover from that. And then the other was Colton uh, Duff. Had the run. I did a nice job getting through the line of scrimmage, carried the ball loosely. Ball came loose so twice inside the 10-yard line. The Wildcats gave up the ball, and, you know, we're up 21-7. to It's been a sloppy game. Coach Stanahill was concerned about that, not only because they didn't have the scrimmage last week. It was canceled. But then they also had three three practices, I believe is what he told me, that, that uh, they weren't able to uh, to practice, which kind of hurt them as well. So, uh, uh, you know, you see them now, and, and they have some work to do. They're getting better. But, you know, if you can come away from this game, and, and if we can put some points on the board, you know, come away with a 28-7 win, it's going to look like they're dominant. But, really, there's still work to do, which is a good sign for week one, week zero, shall I say. Now, I think the expectation when your state finals team come back the next year, you're just going to be able to blow the doors off teams like Mercedes from the Valley. But, I mean, you know, as you see, probably second around the corner out here, getting a couple of yards, carrying a few defenders. Um, you kind of expect us to come out here and dominate, but that's just not how it works in high school football. Seniors graduate, you guys come and take over positions, and it takes maybe a couple of games till they get in the groove and get back into Cal Island football. So, you know, this is nothing out of the ordinary for a week zero game. What down play coming up? The yard to gain is the 25, and the ball is resting on the 27. I haven't seen that big fullback come in. You know, last year we uh, we had the plays where Barrett, you know, Reese uh, would come in and just kind of barrel over people. Coach, do we have that style of running back this year? Do we have a big bull in the, in the bullpen? Well, he's over on defense now, so. I believe for the most part, we, we've gone speed dominated in the backfield. Of course, Brown has the ability to break some tackles and make some runs. We needed two yards. He uh, looks like he's going to have enough of the first down, and it is. Referee signal, first down. It's nice to have that big pullback. You know, while you know, Cal Allen, you know, traditionally, you know, you had, uh, you know, the Danaher, uh, you know, Wes Danaher, then you had Matt Bodie, and, you know, you had uh, uh, Jesse Pavelka. You know, there's so many big running backs that could get those yards for you, Coach. And uh, now you see him change up a little bit. But last year, Reese Barrett uh, was uh, that uh, young man that could come in and get those extra yards for you. I haven't seen that tonight. All cats overload the right side of the line. Colton Duff under center. Hand off to the running back, number one, Zach Hawkins. Hawkins stops on the time, cuts across. Hawkins again spins around. I thought he could get to the outside. His speed would have got him to that pylon. He tried to make one more cutback, Coach, but that time he was caught inside the five-yard line. But, boy, that Hawkins can stop on a dime. Uh, he's going to give us a lot of talk about this year, it seems like. He's been the fastest guy on the field all night, and it's not even close. Right there, maybe using the referee, the 12th man on the offense to make a play. thought he was going to cut it over to the pylon, and uh, thought he would be able to find that with that speed of the Hawkins. Right at the five-yard line, you know, put that right foot in the ground and cut it back to the middle. There was three uh, Mercedes defenders right there waiting on him. They've got Mercedes on the roadside here. First down and goal. Handoff again. Hawkins. Hawkins pushes his way, and I believe he got it in the end zone, and he does. Hawkins on a four-yard touchdown run. Touchdown, Cal Allen. Is that Price? Really? Shannon Price? It is Price. Number five. My apologies. That was number five. Price in on the carry for a four-yard touchdown run. 
course, there's been a long line of Price. Guys with last name Price playing here at Cal Island. Add another one to the statement. Point after coming up. Grant Gonzalez, left-footed uh, kicker, will come in for the point after. Number 14, Rivers Roy. Will hold. Snap on the way. Gonzalez with the kick. Strong enough. Straight enough. And it's through the upright. 757. Left to go in this game. The Carolina Wildcats now lead 28 to 7 over the Tigers. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1400 KZNO. Clear. Is it 183? Yeah. Oh. 10 seconds. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Grant Gonzalez will tee it up at the 40-yard line. The Wildcats with a 28-7 lead over the Tigers. Wildcats winning in at halftime, trailing 7-6. to six. And they've come back with 21 unanswered points over these uh, Mercedes Tigers. And actually, if you think about it, 28 unanswered points. Uh, Mercedes took the opening drive of the game, 80 yards, and since then, it's been all Cal Allen. Gonzalez, high end-over-end kick. This one will be taken at the nine-yard line. Going right upfield is number 20, Garcia. Garcia trying to cut it to the outside, and that's Grant Gonzalez again on his third tackle, and it's Oh, actually, Grant Gonzalez getting caught up in a little extracurricular activity over here. The uh, special team's doing a nice job. Ooh, Gonzalez, look at his jersey. A ruffle there. He's absolutely getting after it. Kind of reminds you of a kicker from the NFL, Pat McAfee, getting down there and making tackles. And it seems like the state finals kind of Wildcats came out of the halftime. You've seen ball control offense, and you've seen a defense getting three and outs. A couple of ambulances over in the uh, parking lot. I'm hoping they've already got that young man out of here, not waiting to transport him to another unit. Got to make a switch there. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Ball resting on the 22-yard line. Ledesma on the keeper, trying to go on the outside. He's going to be hit and hit hard before he makes it to the line of scrimmage. That, that's, that looks a lot better in the first half where we were having trouble corralling him. Right there, he had four Wildcats there to make the tackle. It just seems like the defense has turned it around in this half. Second down, we'll call it 11 yards to go. That's not the kind of handoff you want to see from the ambulances. You'd like to see them get that kid out and get him some help. Second down play for the uh, Tigers. Shotgun formation. Line out split to each side. 
Hand off to the uh, running back, trying to come to the near side. And again, nothing there. Defense really just collapsing on the young man, maybe out to the uh, maybe the 22-yard line. One-yard game on the play, third down and 10 for the uh, Tigers. Yeah, I think that was the nose guard, Cavazos, breaking through and making a big play. He looked pumped up after that. Six minutes, 37 seconds. Ledesma setting his offense up. All into his left. Backside pressure, trying to chunk it to his wide receiver on the far sideline. That one will be incomplete. Philip Lively on the uh, coverage. Incomplete pass for the uh, Tigers. And on the uh, sideline, warming up, number 14 is Rivers Roy. You might see him come in here on this next possession. He's also a big kid. Rivers looks like he's about 6'2", 6'3", maybe. Yeah, he's a tall, lanky kid. He's got a good, solid arm. He's a, he's a little, little rough on the offense, but he's working it. They feel like he's somebody that if ever anything was happening to Duff, he could come in and really have some success, a lot like Duff did last year with Lamb. One team on the field. This one, again, out of off the uh, – out of the foot of the punter, but it takes a nice roll for the Tigers out to uh, just right across midfield. Kind of cross the uh, midfield line to the 49-yard line. Six minutes, 20 seconds left to go in this game. Wildcats 28, Mercedes 7. We'll be back right here on 1400 KUNO. Clear. What the world is going on over there? I think this, I like it was so bad they had to go to the main Okay, they've got a fire truck out front, or is that usual yeah. trails? Right. Okay, Sam, we're going to start talking again. How much time have we got? Uh, I could cut this one short. So it's, No, no, it's good. How much is it? Uh, there's still about 40 seconds left. No, you, you just keep running it. So okay. We'll keep talking. Just uh, let me know when I get to five so I can hear you. Okay. Wildcats will be a top sweep over to the left side. I believe was that 43 and on the carry there, Coach? Uh, I believe that was Nick Elizondo, the running back. Rivers Roy has checked in at quarterback. Wildcats now looking at a second down and 14 to go. Be a different kind of athlete out of Rivers Roy. A little bit longer and lankier. Gives it up in the ball a little bit. Top sweep again, 43 right side. Hit in the backfield. And maybe to the 45-yard line, no gain on the play. 43 is coming in. Nick Elizondo, junior running back. And, boy, he's taking a couple of shots there early on. He's maybe wondering if he should go back to the sideline. Now, you see they've pulled most of the starters out. Seems like they're, they're happy with where they are in this game. They don't want to risk any injuries. Moving towards next week against San Antonio Johnson, who gave Cal Allen an L last year. They'll be looking for redemption next Friday, of course. Ball resting at the 45-yard line. Five minutes. Lots to go in this game. Rivers Roy, junior quarterback, has taken over under center. And now you'll have a delay of game. And the uh, ball catch. The uh, back up five yards. Looking at about a third down and 19. Yard to game is the 41-yard line. 
But you're looking at about 19 yards to go. Rivers Roy under center. Keeps it. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, Rivers ran into his own offensive player, and he uh, finally tackled down there by the uh, Mercedes defense. Let's see who's going to come into pond. Does uh, Colton Dolph come back into pond, or do we have a, a normal punter? It's interesting to see. This is where you really see the reps that they've lost this past week come in. It's with these second teamers. They haven't got the ability to work much on the offense, and it showed on that last drive. First drive we're here in the second half, but the Wildcats have not uh, taken it down the field. On formation. I see who's checked in at punter. This on a high snap. It is Colton Dove who's checked in. Dove rolling over to his left side. Dove's going to keep it. Dove will just step out of bounds at the 40-yard line. And uh, tell you what, Dove's had a tough time punting tonight. Not so much him, but just uh, being able to get that snap. May have to back up maybe an extra yard on that, Coach, because that, that's the third time he's had to pull that one or attempt it. The first two he was able to catch over his head. That one just fell over his head. I, I think it looks like we've been three straight uh, fake punts, but not due to the call, due, due to the snap. Hopefully we can get that reeled in for next week. The special teams will be a big big part of that game. 3.52 left to go in this game. The Tigers will take over with good field position. That's field position they've had here in the second half. They're going to start on the 40-yard line of the Wildcats. Abesma, shotgun formation. Snap on the way. Handoff number 21, and that's, is that Escobar? Ball came loose. Picked up by the Wildcats. Got plenty of groove on the right side. Has a couple of blockers in front of him. Who is that? Number 12, Sam Allen. will take it in from about 48 yards out. Escobar tackled the running back, Coach, and he never hit the ground. It looked like Escobar went to tackle him, and he somehow landed underneath the running back and was able to force the ball out. Allen picks it up and takes it in from 45 yards out unofficially. We'll wait for Coach Redington to let us know. But a touchdown return for number 12, Sam Allen. Wildcats 34-7 with the point after coming up. How about the presence of Sam Allen to see that ball on the ground and scoop it up and realize he had an opportunity to run with it and go and the rest of the Cal Allen defense getting out in front and providing the block. You snap him away. This time number 20 is Thomas Cervantes, I'm sorry, Thomas Contreras with the uh, point after. So uh, Contreras in the uh, stat sheet gives the Wildcats a 35-7 lead. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on 1400 KUNO. How far was that, Coach? Okay. Did we have our first team defense in right there? Yes. Yeah, too. Sam was in there. Yeah, so was Escobar. So we're running our second team offense and first team defense. Yeah, you know what they may also be doing? It's because he's from Mercedes. I don't know if they have a ambulance that goes for the south. Oh, you think they want to get them to the hospital? Yeah, they, they don't. It doesn't seem like they're in a rush. I'm sure they know what they're doing, but. Ten seconds. 
Maybe they've given him something to help with the pain. Maybe. He's in shock already. He's got to be in shock, too. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back. 44-yard touchdown return on the fumble. Sam Allen picks it up, takes it downfield, had some blockers in front of him, had his blockers set up, and he finds his way into the end zone to the defense. Would be a touchdown tonight. Gonzalez with the kick. On the tackle will be number 42 for the Wildcats. That's Coleman Rasta, along with uh, that number 80. I believe that's number 80. That's going to be Chase. Yep. Nice defensive play. I believe that's Chase's second uh, special team tackle tonight. There's been some standout special teams guys tonight, notably the kicker. Going down and making his own tackle a couple of times. First down and 10 for the uh, Mercedes Tigers. Ball's going to be resting on the 34-yard line. Shotgun formation, four wide receivers. Twins put up top, twins down low. And also the uh, running back, Mercedes, just trying to really just burn the clock out now and see some of the uh, faithful fans from the uh, Mercedes Tigers making their way to the parking lot. We wish them a safe trip home. Back to the Rio Grande Valley. It looks like the Tigers have switched to, uh, it looks like Israel Algeria quarterback for the rest of this game. You assume Mercedes will go on and have a pretty successful year. They look like a fast and talented group. Just kind of ran into a buzz all tonight once Cal Allen got into their power game. Overpowered them, definitely, here in the second half. Just, uh, controlled the line of scrimmage, did the uh, Wildcat offense. And you can really see where the defense has done their job tonight, too. Really getting some penetration. We've seen uh, Casey Lanetti in the back row. We've seen... Uh, uh, Escobar, obviously, on the last drive, getting the uh, tackle behind the line of scrimmage. So, it's a great push by these uh, two defense, uh, two uh, lines for the Wildcats. The other good thing I think the coaches will take from this is, like last year, we ended up playing Mercedes twice, once in the playoffs, and then once during the regular season. They haven't had to show a lot, been primarily in their wing T stuff. So, when that second game comes around, they feel like they might have the advantage on the offensive side. Two minutes, 22 seconds. Week zero of this uh, season, Wildcats came out a little sluggish. A little, uh, knock, had to knock off that rust. Finally got it going, now leading 35-7 to seven over these uh, Mercedes Tigers. Hopping back, trying to set up the screenplay, and right there is the uh, Wildcat defense pushing out of bounds. Great play by number 65, uh, holding his ground there. That's uh, Seth Kelly. That's a tackle for the Wildcats, and they really never let that play develop. Fourth down coming up for the Tigers. This is a great time to get some of these younger guys involved in case we ever need them in the future. They're doing a great job right now holding Mercedes offense. We were on third. We're down to fourth down. Fourth down and five. Let's see what Mercedes does here down by 28. I'd like to thank our sponsors for tonight. I'd like to thank James Ford, Prosperity Bank, Rabelais INE on our scoreboard, Division 16 Construction, ETS, Oilfield Services, MC Welding and Fabrication. There's so many people to thank. Remax, Touchdown Club, number one and number two, and all helping us out tonight. And uh, as we do that, as we talk about our Rabelais INE scoreboard, we're going to check in with Sam Ullenville, our producer back in the studio. Got some scores from around the area. Sam, what do you got for us? Uh, let's see here. The Alice Coyotes are up 27-13 to over Alexander Bulldogs. Beville Trojans up 41-14 to over H.M. King Bramas. Uh, Bishop Badgers 56-0 to over Freer. 
And uh, Mathis Pirates, 34-8 to eight over Falfurious. All right, one well, thanks, Sam, for our Rabelais INE scoreboard. Wildcats leading 35-7 to seven over the Mercedes Tigers right here at Field, Danaher Field. Northwest Corpus Christi opening uh, night of this uh, football season, Friday night football coming at you. Right here on 1400 KUNO, we'll be bringing you Dallas uh, High School football on Friday night. You can also tune us in on www.catsiradio.com. Beautiful Friday night, 81 degrees. Again, wind uh, blowing out of the uh, southeast at six miles per hour. Air catch signaled by the uh, punt team number three. The ball was mopped. That was Joel Garza attempting to field the punt. As he mopped it, the uh, Mercedes Tigers were able to recover at the 29-yard line. So defense back on the field. And I the flags are blowing in away from the punt returner, so he may have thought that that had a little more on it and didn't give it due respect, and it came off the fingertips there. This is a good opportunity for some of these some of these second guys to make a statement here and get some more playing time throughout the year. Some of our starters are still on the field, though. One minute, 15 seconds left to go here in this game. Shotgun formation after the uh, muff punt by uh, Wildcats. Tigers taking a shot downfield. This one will be incomplete. These young players getting uh, some valuable playing time, but also, you know, when you get your number twos coming in, still facing the number ones, Coach, uh, sometimes – uh, they, they get a little shell shock coming in right off the bat. We saw one of those defensive linemen there just uh, kind of like a pancake there. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe the first time on the varsity spotlight. Still doing a good job here holding the Mercedes offense. Somebody fired through. Number eight. That's uh, Dylan Dillon uh, making an appearance on the uh, – Defensive side of the ball. Third down, three for the Tigers. Under a minute to play here in this game. I think we have a chiropractic. How about Nolan's Poor Boys? Prosperity Bank. James Ford. All helping us out with tonight's broadcast. Touchdown club number one. Touchdown club uh, supporting the Wildcats. So many people making it possible. Primetime crew coming at you. 35 rows above the uh, home crowd. Mike Brotherton to our very far left. Coach Davis right beside me to my left. I'm Mike Guerrero bringing you play-by-play action of these Cattle Wildcats. I snap for the quarterback. Looking downfield. And this one, was it intercepted or was it dropped? It was dropped. Looked like it was in the hands of the quarterback, but unable to hold on to it. And that was dropping the end. A perfect position, though, by the quarterback. I want to see the young man's number to give him credit. Is it 80? That is Chase Polk, who uh, has had a couple of tackles on special teams and has a really good position there, Coach. He's been able to complete the, the interception twice tonight. We've seen uh, our uh, secondary guys unable to hold on to that ball. The great thing is, though, you can see Coach Campbell's work with these corners. They've been in the right position every time that Mercedes has tried to test them. It's a good sign moving forward. 18 seconds left to play in this game. The Wildcats next week will travel to San Antonio to take on San Antonio Johnson. They're playing, uh, I think, San Antonio Brandy tonight. They were trailing at halftime. Uh, 31-21, two minutes left. 
31-21 with two minutes left. This one will be intercepted in the end zone. Ula building that one like a center fielder, now trying to bring it out, and he's going to be brought down at the 12-yard line. Just talked about uh, number eight, shooting from that uh, safety spot to make the tackle in the backfield. This time, just played that safety position and was able to come up with the interception inside the end zone, brings it out to the, uh, I guess they're going to spot him down at about the 11-yard line, and the Wildcats will be able to come out and have their victory formation. Not a bad way to end the night. Talk about overcoming a rough start there. That first half, it looked like the Wildcats may have been in some trouble with some early turnovers and not able to capitalize in the red zone. I've come out here and have absolutely put on a show in the second half. Dylan Fila with the interception. It looks like they're going to tackle on a holding call on the return. So it looks like a holding call after the interception on the return, so the ball will still go over to Cal Allen. It'll just be back on their own six. Six-yard line for the Wildcats. We'll start this drive. I'd like to remind everybody, coming up next will be the Rattlers I&E postgame show. We'll have staff. We'll recap the uh, game tonight. Bring you some scores from around the area. We'll check in with uh, Sam Unifield in the uh, studio to see what, uh, what finals he has coming in. Recap, and there it is. Wildcats will take an E, the victory formation, and they will come away with a victory at Bill Danaher Field to start the season with a 35-7 victory over the Mercedes Tigers. Wildcats 12-7-6 at halftime, and we're able to come back to pick up the victory 35-7. The final from Bill Danaher Field. We'll be back with the Rabelais I&E postgame show. You're listening to Carolina Wildcats football on 1400. K-U-N-O. Clear. Just one minute. I'll recap the game, and then Coach Bredenson will finish it out. I'll send it back to you, then we'll come back and do stats. All right. We've we got all the commercials in, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I thought so, too, but I just wanted to make sure. That all season hangover. It's been a long week. That's going to be a good game next week. They came back, huh? Johnson did? Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Thirty-five to seven, the final. Wildcats over the Mercedes Tigers. I'd like to welcome everybody to the Rabelais I&E postgame show coming to you from Phil Danaher Field. Fine time soon, wrapping things up here at Phil Danaher Field. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside to my left, Coach Davis, and Coach Bredenton to our far left working the stats. Uh, Coach Davis, tonight the uh, game started off a little sloppy, but the Wildcats were able to overcome with a 35-7 victory. And really, after the uh, half, it was the Alec Brown show. Alec and the uh, – you've got to give credit to that front line, though, too. They really came out and dominated the second half. 
Uh, Got to give credit to Galindo, Rojas, Tips, Waddell, Gentry. And then you had your tight ends come in, you know, Reed uh, Wilson, Brandon Broughton. Uh, you know, you got to give credit to those D-backs blocking for them. Uh, Brian Waddell, Garrett Height. You guys just did a good job for them. Uh, number three was also in it, Joel Garza. I uh, just did a fine job leading the way, and Alec Brown did the rest and was able to find that end zone. And the defense came up with that big touchdown to end the game, 35-7, to final here at the field down in her field. And the Mercedes came out early and kind of gave it to Kyle Allen a little bit with an early drive and went down the field for a touchdown running the ball. And, you know, Kyle Allen's defense, to their credit, came out in the second half, and they also rose against the occasion. I'm looking at a coach put the stats together, and it doesn't look like we gave any more than maybe 35 yards up in that second half. No. We're going to check in with our producer, Sam Ewanfield, on our Rabelais ID postgame show. Should have some finals coming in from around the area. Sam, what do you have for us? All right, looking in on the final scores, this one's actually from yesterday. Ray Texans over the King Mustangs, 40-24. to 24. Uh, Veterans Memorial, 60-0 to 0 over the Martin Tigers tonight. That's a final. Uh, Seahawks in Rivera, 46-14 to 14 over La Villa. The West Oso Bears uh, lost to the Moody Trojans yesterday. 50 to 18. Alice Coyotes final tonight, 27 to 13. And uh, that's it for finals for right now. Some games still in progress. Oh, that's a what, Sam. We got a little bit of time. What uh, What do we else do we got? Uh, we have some scores late in the fourth quarter. Uh, any of our district rivals in uh, any scores coming in from uh, from say GP or Blah Blah or any of those schools? Uh, any scores on uh, any game? Any scores on those games, shall I say? Uh, those games were actually canceled due to uh, the weather last week. So, uh, GP, uh, Flyer Bluff, those games have been canceled for now. Okay, good. We did know that the uh, TM game was canceled tonight as well. So, again, we talked about that earlier because uh, Davis and I, uh, tonight we're sitting here at uh, Northwest Corpus Christi and able to get a game. But so many schools are still being affected, you know, either by flooding or, or power or whatever it be. But, uh, again, you know, to be able to come to you on a Friday night to bring you a game is definitely been our pleasure. I'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night. We'll come back. We'll talk about the stats. Uh, we'll talk about next week's opponent. We've still got a little bit left to go here on the Rabelais IE Post Game Show. You're listening to Cal Allen Wildcat Football on 1400 KUNO. Clear. That's already. We'll come back with these stats. Hey, uh, Sam, we yeah. got. Uh, we're going to do stats, and we'll send it back to you. Is that? Is there another break in the, in the uh, post game show? Or are we done? Yeah, there's one more break after that. Okay. Well, then after he does the stats, we'll send it back to you. Play the one break, and then come back, and we'll close it out. Okay. Chris, where is the stadium at next week? San Antonio Johnson. All right, ten know? seconds. You know where it's at? I mean, again, Paul, I don't know what part of San Antonio. Four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the Rabelais INE postgame show. Wildcats 35-7 to over the uh, Mercedes Tigers. Both teams uh, standing in front of their respective crowds. Uh, you know, Mercedes has a long trip home on Highway 77. About two hours to make it back home. Wildcats enjoying their uh, opening night here at Phil Danaher Field. Nice crowd uh, for both teams. I'd like to wish the uh, Mercedes uh, Tiger fans 
State travels back home to the Rio Grande Valley as the Wildcats again with the final 35-7 to over the Mercedes Tigers. Our uh, second half and final numbers as our Coach Brotherton, our statistician, wrapping things up, handing me a set sheet over to Coach, uh, Coach Davis. What have we got, Coach? All right. I think we've got an old-school Cal Allen Wildcats stat sheet is what we've got. From the, second, from the first half to the second half, there's an extra 183 yards rushing from the Cal Allen Wildcats, bringing their total tonight to 307. They did not have a single pass or passing yard in that second half, remaining at 41 yards. For Mercedes, quite the opposite. They only gained a total of 30 yards in that second half, 27 coming from the rush and three coming from the pass. Penalties, about even in the end, a little more yardage on Cal Allen's side, 8 for 70 and 6 for 37 for Mercedes. Luckily, that didn't hurt us too much this week. Brown came out on fire in the second half, running for 134 yards in the second half alone with two touchdowns. Uh, really carried the momentum for Cal Allen. On the uh, other side of the field, Resma gained 12 extra yards, not much going on for them. Duff turned in the second highest total with 10 carries, 65 yards. And, of course, Hawkins with the early half runs and that big run in the second half and the touchdown early. As far as passing goes, Duff is 3 for 6 today for 41 yards. But Desmond on the other side, getting most of his yards from that first play in the first half, going for 30 yards, ended up with 4 out of 13 for 29. Defense coming down in the second half on him. Receiving, got Hawkins 1 for 21. Uh, Jackson Lennon 1 for 13, and then Brown 1 for 7. The big total, 28 minutes and 14 seconds of ball time for the Cowboy Wildcats. Took the ball out of Mercedes' hands, and in the end, you end up with 35-7 as your total score for game one. All right, Coach, there you go. Those are the uh, final numbers for tonight's game. Wildcats really turning it on in the second half, controlling the clock, controlling the line of scrimmage, and uh, really at the end of the game, controlling the scoreboard. 35-7 to seven, the final. We're going to take our final break. You're listening to Calella Wildcats football on the Rabelais IME Plus Game Show right here on 1400 KUNO. Clear. Last break, and then we'll send it back to you. We'll, talk, we'll let everybody know we're playing in San Antonio next week. Are we going to be back on 1360, Sam, or we we don't know yet? Right now, I thought for sure the hooks would be done, but then Matt Rogers comes in here today and says they're only half a game behind. They, uh, the team that was ahead of them just tanked, and now it's, it's down to the wire these next three games. Okay. But I'll be sure to let you know. Which one? Heroes. Where's that at? That's um, 1604, ain't it? I think it's 1604 on the loose. I think it's on 1604. I'm not going to mess it. I may be wrong. And 1604 out there by like, between Bandera and 35. 35? 35 and 14. Oh, dang, that doesn't sound familiar. Oh, I'm thinking. I was thinking Ferris Field. Yeah, it's like northeast of San Antonio. I was thinking of Ferris Field. Ten seconds. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the Rabelais INE postgame show. Primetime crew coming at you, 35 rows above the home crowd. Coach uh, Davis, well, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, hopefully tonight we uh, broke you in a little bit and uh, you get to uh, uh, ride with us throughout the rest of the year. But i tell you what, uh, tonight, different perspective, different view. I know you said before the game, first time you've uh, – uh, watch the game from the press box. But tell you what, when it's cold and raining, and uh, you'll learn to appreciate this press box. Did have the water tonight that we normally have in here. Maybe you can talk to uh, to your coaching staff about that because normally they do, uh, they do provide us with some water. But 
I'll tell you what, again, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Uh, Wildcats, again, a little sluggish tonight, but we're able to pull out the win. We'll head next week to San Antonio to take on San Antonio Johnson. Last year, San Antonio Johnson uh, was able to beat Cal. There was an opportunity there at the end of the game. Wildcats had uh, the ball inside the, about two minutes to go right at midfield. We're not able to capitalize. That was their only loss of the season last year. Uh, with the exception of the state championship game, the Alito 14-2 was their final record. But uh, it'll be a tough matchup, a good test for the Cal Wildcats. They're going to have to play some better ball than they did tonight if they want to take on San Antonio Johnson. Very talented team out of the San Antonio area. Yeah, San Antonio Johnson is going to bring a little bit better athletes than we saw tonight from Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes did a great job tonight, but if we make the same mistakes next week against Johnson, we may not be so fortunate on the scoreboard. There you go. Johnson looks like they came back, Coach, 31-28 to over uh, San Antonio Brandy. So they were down at halftime. They come back to win just to show you. Uh, they're a talented. Next week, uh, we'll let you know where we're on. Tonight, we're on 1,400 KU&O. Uh, depending on how the hooks do, they're, uh, they're about a half game out of the race. If the hooks uh, go on to the playoffs, we'll be right back here on 1,400 KU&O. If not, we'll be on our, our prime uh, on our main station, 1360 KKTX. Again, you can check the website at www.catsiradio.com. Uh, we'll keep you posted. You can also follow us on Twitter, Twitter backslash catsiradio. I'll try to keep you updated with the game. You can also look us up on Facebook. Uh, again, same thing, Cats Eye Radio. We'll try to keep you up to date on what's going on. I'd like to thank everybody for being with us at Coach Davis. Thank you so much for being part of, this, of the show tonight. Look forward to having you for the rest of the year. For our producer, Sam Ullenfield, uh, back in the studio, our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton, our color commentator, uh, Coach Davis. I'm Mike Guerrero. We'll do it again next week. God bless. Have a great weekend. All right, we're clear. All right, Sam. Thank you much, buddy. Have a good weekend. You too.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.